Hey, yep, yep. On today's episode, we go very deep with our Thanksgiving movie. So we're keeping in the theme of holidays. Tis the season. Yep, we did uh, for Halloween. We did Young Frankenstein and The Shining. So for Thanksgiving, we're doing planes, trains, and automobiles. That is correct. That's right. Um, We delve into we you know. I think by the end of this, we found the heart of this film. Yeah, and we found the heartbeat of this film. I mean, what, what started off as a comedy, of course, and then great jokes up until the end where it's like, oh, this has a heart. Yeah, exactly. They, you uh, know, yeah, you could tell in our tone. <laughs> all, all, all the, you know, yeah, all, all the joking aside comes at the end. And then, yes, like yes. you say, we found the heartbeat, Still which uh, like we were kind of saying is uh, – a lot like this show. It took us a couple episodes, and we found a heartbeat. Beat. And uh, yeah. we're not quite ready yet, people. But uh, I want to. Uh, I want to just uh, start out saying now we're going to give you a little, uh, just a little, uh, let out a little bit of a secret that uh, we are. We are. There's going to be some changes coming up. <laughs> we um, are in the process of rebranding. Yes, we're trying to. Uh, be guided by our guests and guided by our uh, the episodes that we've done and uh, there is stuff I know uh, we took a little bit of a break before uh, we came out with um, the young Frankenstein and uh, it's been just a little bit uh, of a break since the shining but uh, we do have a couple that are already recorded we do have some guests on the schedule and uh, we got a lot of guests on the schedule. Yes, so things are going to be uh, coming at you, and uh, don't think that our absence don't mean we don't love each and oh, every one of you. Definitely not. It's just that we, we we're cooking right now, so yep. we we're in the kitchen cooking, and uh, and and we want to uh, bring you, uh, you know, the, the best, best meal, the best product that we can. Definitely. And, um, and I think the the way we're going, uh, we're going to more. Uh, accommodate that. Uh, as far as episodes go, today is uh, it, it shoots it's right in there touching, with man. what we're doing, and yeah. uh, I think you're really gonna like today's guest. Uh, we've both uh, we've both been loving this guy for uh, decades now. He's a he's a pillar of the community, and uh, it is also uh, it's uh, his daughter is going to be a future guest. Yeah, so you'll be you'll be hearing uh, much from the Adams family. So uh, all of that, I know this is a little longer intro than usual, but uh, we have to explain, what's you know, up. hey, yeah, I, I like talking yeah. <laughs> without further ado. Hit that snazzy yeah. intro. Cats. Yeah. Snazzy intro. It's snazzy intro. Snazzy yeah, intro. That's your, snazzy intro. That's your jingle. That's, that's our okay. jingle. <laughs> that's, all right. our, that's our intro. <laughs> you didn't so pay a lot for this, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, snazzy intro. Snazzy intro. Snazzy intro. All right. Hello. Today episode um we are again kind of themed toward the season uh with uh thanksgiving Mm. uh days away around this comes out around the corner um we uh we did a uh a very thanksgiving movie uh one i've watched uh i couldn't even count how many thanksgivings uh we returned to this movie it's a family favorite I was able, because of this podcast, to show it to my 17-year-old daughter for the first time, who uh, just laughed at all the right parts and and, and had the feels (laughs) at all the right parts. (laughs) So, yes. Um, And uh, today's guest, in uh, a series of uh, people that we have met through the theater, I think uh, almost all of our guests 
so far and uh, uh, guests that are coming up have all been out <laughs> yeah. of all things. Yeah, um, and it's like you know people that I actually grew up with. Yes. Uh, yeah. You could call it theater goes to the movies. You <laughs> <laughs> when yes. when when you turn yes. the uh, when you turn the R E to the E R. There you yes. go. Yes, the building, over. not the art. And uh, so over. yes, those uh, those uh, sweet tones you're hearing is uh, Ron Adams. Mm. Yes. Hello, everyone. Good, good to be here. No, 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 no. And uh, <laughs> I always do that. The Adams family. Oh yeah, I didn't hear that ever before. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Actually, you haven't heard it in a long time. Well, I, I have um, because we're thinking of maybe doing it this summer. Oh, so I'm oh. hearing it already all over again. Oh, yeah. so sorry. It was a constant reminder on the playground when I was growing <laughs> up. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I actually liked it because the show was so good yeah, that I took yeah, it as a compliment because I loved that series. Yeah. I loved, and I love the movie, too. The movie's it's good. good. Uh, I, that's a Family values. I, I mean, you know, the little backstory. Anna's family was one of the first um, cartoon sketches in the New York Times. Mm, correct. Oh, yes. Oh. Correct. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I love the the uh, attention to detail on the sets because I'm a set guy. Oh, of course. So I would oh. I would watch the 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 TV series, right? The black and white, and I would be more fascinated sometimes with what the house looked like. Than what was actually going on with the you characters. You would, you would. So, so, so you don't know, he builds sets for. Yeah, I'm a yeah. set designer and also an actor and director, but and writer. But I just would, I would just love the doorways that would go to nowhere and stairways that went to nowhere and what would come out from underneath the stairway. Was it cousin it or whatever you know yeah. thing coming out of well, the box? Uh, and and, and uh, forgive me because I've never, I've never delved in. However, what was your way into theater? Was it through stagecraft? Or was um, it like interesting, interesting. Uh, um, I was an art major and thought I would just do art for the rest of my life, and I was really pursuing that in school. And I uh, had a lot of great teachers prodding me in that direction. Mm -hmm. And I had a good friend, uh, Curtis Van Sant, if you're listening, I still love you. And he said, hey, you need to come and do theater. And I thought theater was kind of like for nerds, you know, and like, like geeks. And I was, I was, I get that. I get and that. I was I too cool it. to be in theater, I thought. Uh, so <laughs> then they came to me and they said, we have a problem. We have somebody that's trying to paint a set and they don't know what they're doing. Can you come and help? So I said, because you're my friend, I'll come and help. So I went over and they were painting a castle wall and they didn't know what they were doing. They were painting bricks poorly. And I said, stand aside, give me, give me the brush. <laughs> and so I took over the painting. And from then on, I've been doing set painting you know, the rest of my life. And Fell in love with it. And I started doing shows and getting cast in plays and I was bitten. Yeah, he was bitten. And I started to direct early. I directed MASH. Ooh, uh, the, nice. Which was a great stage production of it. And I just thought, That's okay, cool. this is great. I'm incorporating my art into into theater. Mm. Oh, man. No, that's awesome. Well, when I was in high school, it wasn't the nerds. It was gays. Mm, so when okay. I tell people that, oh, I'll do theater, like, oh, so you're gay. And I'm like, we oh. We didn't even have that word so when that's I was in high school. Oh, no. That's how, back, how far back it goes. <laughs> you just had nerds. Mm. Geeks and nerds. Geeks and nerds. Yeah. Just straight up geeks and nerds. And we're still geeks and nerds, but that's oh, okay. Definitely. We own it now. Well, oh, well, now it's now it's marketable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now it's cool. Well, look at, you know, uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Come on. They're like, all geeks huge. and nerds, and, exactly. and it's the most popular show around 
Almost. Almost. Uh, today's yeah. episode, we are getting into planes, trains, and, and automobiles. automobiles. All the ways you get back home for Thanksgiving <laughs> with the amazing cast, uh, Steve Martin, John Candy, Candy. and so every cameo. Is every like 80s cameo, Kevin too. Bacon. Uh, young Kevin yeah, Bacon, uh, oh Ben God. Stein. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, that, that lady, I want to say Peggy, the one that was behind that was like, you know, you're effed. Yeah, yeah, that one. yeah. yeah the, oh, the rental car lady. Girl. Yeah, the rental yeah, car lady. Like yeah. she's in like in that every made her movie. famous. That movie. I think that movie put her on the map. Yeah, sure. yeah, because yeah, she did a lot that. of cameos yeah. after that. Yeah. Well, and it's it's John Hughes. John yeah. Hughes. Yes. The, the yes, whole time definitely. I was like, I was like, oh, she's in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Oh, right, he's in right, Ferris Bueller. Right. Oh, he, you know, he's in <laughs> Sixteen Candles. That is right. That is right. All those John Hughes films. All those teen teenage angst movies. Yeah. That he was so popular and famous for. Yeah, it's so great. Did he do Home Alone also? Yes, he did Home Alone. <sighs> Home Alone. I just, yes. I, I'm, I'm Uncle a Buck. Oh, oh definitely. National Lampoon <laughs> Vacation. Was Christmas Vacation? Um, or the yeah, both. And European Vacation. Okay, because I love Christmas Vacation. If that's, you stop that's and look favorite. at his list of movies, Mr. Mom, oh, Breakfast Club, yes, 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 Sixteen Candles, of course, Ferris Bueller, one of my all-time favorites, Pretty in Pink. Oh yeah, mm. uh, Weird was, Science. Uh, and see, that was mine. Weird, weird science. science. Okay, well, weird science. She, she was hot. I mean, weird, <laughs> it was mine well, only because she was hot. There was that, but like, I mean, uh, was great. so many lines. Like the whole scene uh, when she first shows up and takes uh, takes the boys to a bar. Mm -hmm. The whole end scene from that till they get home and he's almost <laughs> going to puke on his brother. Uh, yeah, you could relate to that one. Huh? It, it, it was just, it, I watched that movie so much <laughs> when I was young. But, um, but no. how, how did it come into my life? Yes, sir. Uh, is what the question was. I was painting a set, I believe, at Crafton Hills College uh, Theater Department, and our director, and uh, Cliff Cavanella, came in one day and said, I just came from the movie theater, and you need to go go see this movie. And we asked, of course, what it was, and it was Planes, Trains, Automobiles. And it just sounded like, what What kind of a movie is that? You know, It just sounds like about transportation. Yeah. And we didn't know what it was about. And, and he said, I'm not telling you anything about it. Just go see it. So of course we went and saw it, and we were blown away by the comic timing of it and the and the message that it has mm. that that is un, you're unprepared for. I think if you're seeing it for the very first time, yeah, uh, it puts you in such a good place. I think for the holidays that you really see what true uh, love is that we are reaching out to someone who's different and who's not like us, yeah, yeah. and and it changes everything. And what and and what truly you should be thankful for. Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes you're thrown together in life, and you think it's a mistake, but it maybe it's not a mistake. Mm. Maybe you were meant to be thrown together in that it, bad it, situation. It, for yeah, a reason. it was a lot of coincidences <laughs> that they ran into each other throughout that whole entire well, what's, day. What's interesting is John Hughes wrote that story based on a true story. Oh. He was really sidetracked coming from New York. Mm -hmm. to, to go to Chicago and he landed he because of a snowstorm he wound up in Kansas City okay. and he thought to himself this will make a great story so he actually started writing on the plane uh, the nice. basic the basic outline of planes trains automobiles that's cool so I love that it rings from a true event in his life mm -hmm. yeah. so because he was funnier. detoured yeah in real life which could piss a lot of people off <laughs> yeah. he, it made a great movie for him so next time you're Derailed <laughs> on a trip somewhere, maybe you should be thankful. Make the most <laughs> of Make it. The and most create of it. something. Get out and write. Yeah, yeah. get something yeah. else. Start writing. Take the opportunity. Right. If you ain't creating your weight, uh, so uh -huh. quotable. There's so many scenes you can pull from. There's you know, a lot, and, and and the scenes are sometimes 
if you if you hear them described individually, they seem ridiculous and and unbelievable. Right. But for some reason, John Hughes convinces you that these things really yeah. did happen to these yeah. two people. And you have to look at the chemistry of Steve Martin and John Candy. They're at the peak of their powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, both were mega famous before the film came out. I mean, mm. John Candy coming up through Second City and, 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 and SNL and, and SNL. such. And, but then you've got Steve Martin, who was a major stand-up Stand comic. Up. I remember I had his album, Let's Get Small, and I played that to death. Um, and I, he was like unlike any comic I had heard of in a long time. Mm. He, he, we talk about cats with handcuffs and strange <laughs> strange yeah, obscure yeah. things and i remember That's thinking right. who is this guy who is this guy so you've got this great duo this great brotherly duo that read they read each other so well mm -hmm. and they and they can bounce off each other so well in the movie and they it's like they could read each other's mind on screen uh, as an actor i i know what that means i can see what the the wheels are turning in the other actor's head, yeah, yeah. and that's the plus. But you know when it's not happening, you know when there's no chemistry. But when you see chemistry, you go, ah, they they love each other. They love each other in this film. They love doing this film together, mm -hmm. and it's magic. Yeah, yeah, they yeah uh, like they, they had a good time. Yeah, they played off each other uh, immensely well. One one interesting note because I've been researching this because oh, I knew nice. I was gonna oh, have yeah. I was gonna be here. Yeah. I found out that Steve Martin when he read the script. He was unsure if he was going to take the job or not mm -hmm. until he read the scene about the uh, adjustable seat in the car. <laughs> oh, scene. yeah. And he laughed so hard at that scene. He's like, I'm doing this movie. I'm doing this movie. Based upon that one scene. Based on scene. that one scene where, he's, where John Candy's trying to adjust the yeah. seat and, it, and, he gets, and, he, and he breaks it. Yeah. And then, and then they switch seats and then in the, yeah, yeah, Steve gets in, Seymour gets in, uh, Neil just... Page, and his face gets smashed up into the yeah. windshield. So it's those moments that Steve Martin, and who's also a writer, yes, who yes, could recognize this is good stuff. I want to be a part of this. Yeah, I'm glad he did it. Yeah, I, I, I can't picture anybody else. No, and that was another two. thing. Who else besides could do two. that movie as well as those two guys? I don't. It, the casting, to me, is like perfect casting. Yes, because you got, you know. You got Steve Martin, Neil Page, the fastidious business guy who's all put together, runs his life w w by the clock, by mm -hmm. his watch. Nothing ever gets out of sorts. He's always looking at his watch uh, when he's at work. He knows he has to catch a plane. And then you've got John Candy, right, Neil Griffith, who's the opposite, completely. Complete opposite. Yeah. It's the odd yeah. couple thing, right? Well, the, yeah. he, he's, he's, he's constantly through the movie telling him you just got to go with the flow yeah. you got to go with the flow and he, he like he doesn't get it and but we all know people like that in real life too I, i'm one of them <laughs> <laughs> we were watching this movie i was just like every every steve martin thing i was like oh that's me mm. oh that's mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. i i can i can so see it even my friend was like you know you yeah like a sort of a dry like humor and i never thought of myself that way and i'm and i'm always constantly looking at my watch uh, like everything is always a deadline like, right. No exactly. matter what it is, it's like everything well, is a you, deadline. Well, well, Steve Martin's character plays by the rules. Hmm. You know, everything is orderly, and then you've got John Candy's character who is like just living on a prayer, <laughs> just living on the edge of a prayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He, he, or a park bench. <laughs> Diving into this, the the first thing we see is basically uh, just w what you were describing. We get well, the opening uh, scene. Well, yeah, we get oh. the. Man. The credits that rush by. Yeah, the credits like rush by. Like a steamliner. Mm -hmm. yeah. Streamliner. Yeah, it's, I, I noticed that. Uh, the, uh, the, just, the, the, the skew of the office building, mm -hmm. I thought it was mm -hmm. like um, 
I thought it was clever, only because it was very odd that he used he chose that angle to show that building mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the tension that, of New York, maybe yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the steel, the, the, the steel and glass. Another thing, if we're talking about contrast in characters, yes. there's contrast in locale. You've got you know the up side of up, upper New York, Manhattan, yes, uh, beautiful st- you know skyscrapers, and then you contrast that with. Hickville, Midwest, <laughs> right. you know, yes. where you got pig farmers driving around beat up old pickup trucks yeah. and talking with an accent. So you've got all this contrast constantly being thrown at you, which is a comic device. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Definitely. You, 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 yes. you, they set up, uh, as we're going to get like this, so the opening board meeting. You know, mm-hmm. Which was great, perfect mm-hmm. timing. Yeah, like just it, that silence. You, you know, so funny. It's and, hard to do silence in movies well. It yeah. is. It really it, it is. is. It's hard to do it on stage too because you don't know. Am I taking too long? Right. Is this pause too long? Are yeah, people do, getting bored? Well, or, yeah. or do people think that I've forgotten something? Right. You know, yeah. Like, but you're right. That silence is is a bold choice. And it it because without saying anything, you know how tense it is. They show you the ticket, <laughs> and and right. of course, they highlighted the it. First thing the first thing you see is him looking at his watch, watch. and looking and at then, his buddy. Yeah. He, his his yeah. other uh, business partner. Yeah, yeah, across the table. Like, and how then, long is from, this going to go uh, on? Uh, who, again, is Ferris Bueller's dad. Yeah. Uh, sitting <laughs> yes, across the exactly, table. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, and talking about what's funny is because he, he's talking, like, he's also going back to Chicago, mm. and and he's catching the 8 o'clock. Like, he's like, why what are What a you? great stable of actors yeah. that John Hughes yeah. could pull yeah. from. Yeah, pull definitely. From. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny because they're both – they both live in Chicago, as you as you find out, like yeah. just so so they have the me and and basically you get you 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 get it all with no words exactly that all these people are sitting here watching one guy, their boss, the owner or the president or whoever runs the shit mm-hmm. is is at his desk and he has three pictures <laughs> and they're all very similar. <laughs> the the yes. text is a little different and it might be in another place, right. but it's. It's, it's the same. It's picture. very similar. Just it, pick it, one. It's just but, the, the way he leans in, like he's gonna say something, and right. everybody leans right, in. Right, right, right. And then it, it is just enough timing for him to lean to sit back, where where it's funny, and then it still goes on, and then it's funny again. Yeah. It's it's just perfect timing on on everybody. I was like, that is so hard to do. I don't even think people can do that now. And I and I know and I know people like. Because this is one of Carrie's favorite movies. Okay. And I, and knowing Carrie now, being married almost 20 years, that, like, I know any time, even now, like, seeing that, like, seeing the, oh, my God, like, just airports give her anxiety. Mm-hmm. And she could, mm-hmm. like, so leaning forward, okay, we're almost out of here. No, we're not. <laughs> you know? Like, that would just, like, ugh, the tension, you know? Um, so they finally, like, you find they, they get released only to – Say that he's, you know, he he's been there for an hour looking at these pictures, and he just decides that we'll just look at him again after the holiday. Well, what's amazing is they tag him at the end of the movie. He's still looking at those three pictures at the very end of the credits. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't know if you, you, did you no, stopped the movie before I did, that I did. part. It was it was it was Marvel, you know. Yeah. As soon as I think it's one of those after the credits are all done. Well, yeah, because they, they, <laughs> he's still in the office, <laughs> really, still looking at the they, pictures. I mean, they did the same thing to, in in Ferris Bueller. Like I'll after the, end of the to, credits. Uh, it's your wife's favorite, one of her favorite movies. Oh, it is, yes. And it was one of my family's favorite movies, too. And even though it's a family movie, it's rated R. Right. And it's oh. rated R because... I didn't even know it was rated R. 
of the, the rental car rental scene. Car scene. Yep. Yeah, I knew it. Oh, and yes. John Hughes could have pulled it out and made it a PG or PG-13, but he left it in because it was so freaking funny. And I it think it was funny. one of the first movies that had the F-bomb that many times in succession. I think it, I mean, it set a new level, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a new bar for the F-bomb. Like, he's really going for shock. For but shock it, but you know what? The, he had been through so much. Yeah. It, it was the only word that made sense yeah. to yeah, that character at, that at the time. Yeah, and the fact that he kept on going. And the fact that he would say it. Mr. Fastidious Businessman. Yeah, like yeah. proper. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen Steve Martin. Like, it will, and we'll times. get there. And we'll get <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm sorry, so, we're still in the boardroom. Team. We're still in the boardroom. Well, <laughs> so they get released. They're gonna. It, it, this is as long as the boardroom scene. <laughs> they're gonna convene. It's in real time. Uh, they, uh, they, hey, I got a plane to catch. Yeah, he's like, he, he's like, why, why are you going at, uh, at six? You know, you're never gonna make it. Uh, you're, um, you should just wait. I'm going at eight. It's fine, you know. And he's like, nope, nope. I told her I'd be back by nine. That's what I'm gonna do. Mm. So. He goes down, and that's and already, like, I mean, from the moment we meet him, his tension level is at its peak, and yeah. it's just, it's like having, uh, as as uh, one would say, a race car in the red. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is just his entire movie. He does not get a break. He, not you know, one th- break. In fact, he, you think it's not going to get any worse? <laughs> oh, you, oh, it does can. get worse. And that's the that that to me is the greatest genius of this movie is that <laughs> yes. there's it's it's in such a natural way that they just peel or you know pop out the next uh, nesting doll or like yes. peel the next layer yes. off. It's like it's, it keeps going, layers. keeps going, <laughs> keeps going. You know, like. Uh, the I pacing, mean from, the pacing is a big part of the movie, mm-hmm. and I think also the music helps it along. Oh, yeah, because it has this peppy Casio keyboard yeah. style funky they're, movie, they're which is very eighties, but it works 80s, yeah. because it it has the a, a, a peppiness to mm-hmm. it that keeps it on its toes. Yeah. yeah, so it's always hopping, and I think that keeps the the, oh, the yeah. momentum and, going. And and nice. I have to say, I did I did listen to Ray Charles messing around oh. on the way over. Oh, mess around. <laughs> I did the mess around. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to that on the way over. Hey, I had so. a friend that actually used to do that. He would, this is a funny South Side story. He had a Cadillac Eldorado, mm-hmm. and he loved Elton John. So uh, when Elton John would come on, he would use the dashboard as his keyboard, mm-hmm. and he would let he would steer steer the the, the <laughs> with, with, the, with his legs. knees with his legs, oh, of course. and he was a large guy, so he he, he could fit around the, the the steering wheel pretty easily. So he would steer <laughs> steer with his legs and his knees, and we would all be panicking. But but he would he would play you know you know uh, Yellow Brick Road or whatever the song was in full, and then this is another trick. The Eldorado had a, a collapsible steering wheel. That would collapse. We well, just had to push a lever and it would drop down. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I guess it was adjustable. Well, we did not know that that was a feature on the Eldorado, and he w- would pretend that the steering wheel would break. So he would <laughs> he would freak us out nice. that he couldn't steer the car anymore. We'd be on the freeway, and we yeah. thought we were going to die. Of course, that's not what uh, do. What a that. great friend! But he was very much what a John a Candy friend. kind of guy. That's why I brought him. What a great friend! The fact that John Candy loved that song mm. makes him so endearing. To the yeah. audience, and I think John John Hughes throws yeah. all these endearing moments, so you you find him lovable. Mm-hmm. He's not just repellent or obnoxious or a jerk or 
somebody you can't wait yeah. to get away from, even though Steve Martin's trying to get away from him. Well, yeah, he's endearing, and you he, start he falling is. in love with him, which is why the movie takes you where it takes you. Right. Because now he's not just this slob of a of a shower you know ring salesman he's like a little puppy dog kind of guy that you want to take in it goes it goes right back you know to the layers Mm -hmm. you know and and so uh, so okay we'll get so basically steve martin's down in the street crowded as anything uh can't catch a taxi yeah he He sees one one light goes on down the street right uh, of the taxi the top of the taxi it goes on and um and across the street is a young uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Bacon. I mean, I, 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 this had to be after um, uh, uh, Footloose. Mm-hmm. It had to be, but he was doesn't a, look he was like a big name it doesn't time. look like much. You know, much after like <laughs> it, it, he is young looking, and uh, they look at each other across the street, and it's on. <laughs> they start they start racing, and um, they they are neck and neck, but. Uh, uh, cartload of boxes comes out in front of Kevin Bacon, which gives Steve Martin the lead. And then as Steve Martin is about to cross, he goes between two and two cars trips over something and loses the cab. Mm-hmm. The thing he tripped and over his life. He looks back mm-hmm. thing. He tripped over is a trunk with stickers all over it. Mm-hmm. Whatever gets up, misses that cab, sees another cab is about to go for it. Some other guy gets it. They start haggling over money. He's like, please, come on. Appeal to your good nature. I don't have a good nature. <laughs> he's like, well, I'll give you 20 bucks. Oh, no, he's, I'll give you 50 bucks. Mm. No, you know, he's, he offers 20. He says, I'll take 50. Mm. And then he says, well, anybody willing to pay 50, 50 will pay 75. Yeah, it was, uh, not necessarily, <laughs> but he's going to pay the 75. One, right when he says the 75, we see that same trunk being <laughs> loaded into the back of the taxi that they're arguing over That's or right. that he's trying to buy. And the minute he gives the guy the money, the taxi takes off. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and which he's again, his tension is already built up. So he is starts running. Yeah, he's, he's going to catch that down. cab. So he chases it up to a red light and he flings open the door and there is John Candy. Uh, a startled, surprising, looks, lovable. Yeah, and I love Steve Martin's. You're messing with the wrong guy. Yeah, he repeats oh. that through the movie. It, it, yeah, it's, it's even I think in the music. Even it's by, in like, the movie. It's in the music. The, yes. Yeah, later on, it's like a scratch. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it becomes just part of the movie <laughs> yeah. itself. Like he's fabric. by himself. Yeah, he and becomes like, part of the soundtrack. <laughs> That's a brilliant move, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, brilliant no, move. no, yeah, yeah. It, it's and great. let's talk about the trunk for a minute. The trunk is awkward. And huge, yes, and beefy, and, and who else is awkward, loud. huge, and beefy, and loud, and, and loud. It's a it's a metaphor for John Candy, right? Because it's just this beefy thing that's a burden, and yeah. is John Candy a burden? Yeah. He's a huge burden, exactly. And in fact, Steve Martin has to help him carry this oh, freaking burden, yeah, off and on in the movie, yeah, oftentimes, yes. That uh, I didn't I didn't catch that. Props, props, my friend. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Prop, props sometimes have a Pro- placement park purpose. Department. Yeah, that's that, and that's why somebody else should be in charge of that because I don't think of that. <laughs> I, metaphor, I, metaphor. Yeah, metaphor. That was great. So he finally does get somehow like, he gets a taxi because the next time we meet up with him, he's in the airport. Uh, 
he's he's yeah, looking it's almost at his, like that joke is finished. Let's yeah, move on. he's looking at his he's looking at his watch. No, I'm sorry. He looks up because <laughs> something straight out of the '80s that you would not see these days. <laughs> it's a clock, and the the clock is like the numbers fold down, um, which is I, I it's not digital. Yeah, it's, it's not yeah. digital. It's right. it's not even analog. Right. That that would be a <laughs> dial. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. It's all it's it's, it's in between. It's a hybrid. It's one step. <laughs> it's one step above a pterodactyl flipping over a stone. <laughs> yeah, um, <From> Flintstones. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. But it it shows it shows that it's five fifty eight. You know, so. Um, and and he go like at, like right when he gets to the actual uh, counter, like it because we just saw that clock, we know that it's like just like he made it just in time. Oh, and as good. soon as he's walking up, the delayed uh, the delayed sign goes into next to his flight, like on the little kiosk. And uh, so his flight has been delayed. Where. So now, if we're paying attention, just at this point, I want to mark and say, because I played special attention since I watched it this time, <laughs> it didn't matter yeah. when he got he the taxi. It. Yep, it didn't matter. So, I mean, even though, yes, True. he had to catch a plane and he had to yeah. get there, like... It didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. Hurry up and wait. It, at, at, yeah, in yeah. in the end, and of course, nowadays... It, that would have never if you're getting there right at six you've missed the plane there's no there's no way you're getting you know um the audience knows that this is john candy and uh just because you know john candy by this point yeah you know you know um but they're not showing his face he's reading a book uh and we see (laughs) steve martin is uh sitting right across from him and i thought this was hilarious um, watching it this time and probably at the age I am, you know, at this point, uh, I noticed it too, but John Candy is reading a book entitled Canadian Mounted, <laughs> Canadian Mounted, <laughs> with a, with a picture. Which is, and he's Canadian. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah. he's yeah. Canadian. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's a, the, and it's um, a Pulp Fiction, um, you know, yeah. adult themed book, Pat yeah. paperback book. Yeah, and, and do you notice how dog-eared it is? Yes, like he had read it a dozen times. Oh yeah, it was it was like uh, it was like a fan, you it's know. His it, favorite it, book. It, it wasn't it wasn't new, definitely. Like the the oh yeah, uh, it was dog-eared. Yeah, it's all his favorite scenes. <laughs> scenes. Uh, yeah, and and the on the cover is like a a, a woman in her unmentionables uh, sprawled yeah. out on a bed in her skimpies, you know. Uh, it's just, uh, um, and uh, Steve Martin sees him. Uh, well, he sees the book that he's reading, and and then and John Candy kind of puts the book down. Judges him by the book. Judges of him that by book. the book. Yes, yep. he does. Yes. He judges him by the cover of the book. Yes, yes, he did. And he 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 nice. kind of you know does the uh, RCA dog and and kind of like I know him from somewhere, and then uh, there's. They do this a couple times where you get a flash into uh, the mind of Steve Martin, like you see what he sees, and <laughs> the, the uh, shock John Candy. All they do is put, <laughs> they put the frame of a door, a yellow door, so it's like a taxi cab, mm-hmm. around John Candy's 
but he's sitting in the same spot. It's not like he flashes back to the moment. Yeah, that right, he, right, right. <laughs> he remembers where he saw him. Yeah, he just puts the door <laughs> in front. Like, I remember like, seeing his face. I remember seeing oh, yellow. Oh, I, I, I remember. And, um, and here we get a good, like you're saying, the contrast. Uh, we have two different you know, versions of what happened. Of course, Steve Martin's uh, character, all he knows is that uh, while he was haggling for this cab that he could not catch, and again, didn't matter, but uh, he didn't know it at the time. Um, uh, as he's haggling, somebody somebody jumped on his cab. Well, all John Candy knows is that it was real easy to get a cab <laughs> at rush hour. <laughs> Extremely uh, easy. Yeah, Extremely easy. And, and, he was and, so yeah, so uh, Steve Martin recognizes him. John Candy looks over, and he's like, "I know you, I know you." And then uh, he says, "You stole my cab," and he says, "Oh, I've never stolen anything." Never stolen anything in my life. And he's like, "Then it kind of hits him that, oh yeah, okay, well yeah, let me, hey, you know, make it up to you." And and then we have the first of of like many like lists that are just it just the delivery. And the tone, they make it like it's annoying, but endearing at the same mm -hmm. time. He's like, let me just do something for you. Yeah. You know, milk, tea. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He uh, just goes down the burger. list. <laughs> <laughs> Milkshake. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> A smoothie. Uh, <laughs> Typical, the guy who tries too hard to please. To yeah. please, yeah. It's so yes. annoying that he's pleasing. Yeah, is there anything that I can do? Anything. Um, he's like, just, you know, forget it. We're here, you know, let's forget it. So then uh, we then, you know, they, they find they get on the plane. And of course, as we as we fade in, here is uh, Steve Martin again. Things are not going his way. Uh, and I don't know why it would happen if he did go book it a month out. Uh, just the fact that I get well, I guess wasn't it like last year uh, they drug somebody off the plane because he didn't want to give up his seat for mm. a pilot who right. was flying. Right. Yeah. And I guess that that's the policy. Like, we all kind of learned that, oh, that's the policy. If a pilot has to go somewhere, he's going to, you know. Yeah, you can lose your seat. Yeah, and so Steve Martin was bumped, and he um, he gets put back in, uh, back in coach. And then you see, again, like, his interaction with people. <laughs> like... Uh, you know, they're through through the the first part of this movie as you're meeting these people, they're kind of like showing everything in a slant that Steve Martin is left alone, which was where he chooses to be. If, if he yeah. could be somewhere, he wants to be left alone and 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 to himself. And but whenever you know, whenever that is in the first part, there's definitely a turn where like, okay, just going with the flow doesn't really work either, you know. But at this at this time, there's a bunch of stuff that's out of his control. But he and and that is does not sit right with him. So it just it, it it's uh, just cranking him up and cranking him up. Um, but he did you know he has a very bad interaction with the flight attendant too. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think she was a little inhospitable as well. Well, I mean, <laughs> based upon his attitude, she was like, and we're done. Yeah, um, so uh, he is bumped back a coach, and of course, 
who does he sit by? But <laughs> he's sandwiched, yeah, he sandwiched by uh, an extra with no lines. That's like a levity. And Sean Candy. And he's of course, went from first class to a middle seat between this right. old guy and John Candy. Um, I hate the middle seat. Oh, it's, it's the, the worst. worst. The worst. I would prefer the window uh, just so I can have something to look at and a direction to look at. Because that's the other thing is if you're in the aisle, there's only – if you don't have a movie or whatever, there's like only so much to look at. But you can you stretch know? one leg out in yeah. the aisle at least. Yeah. But you can't in the middle. See, it's a short guys don't oh, – we, ha- oh, we don't have problems have like that. leg room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leg room issues. I got 99 <laughs> problems, but leg room was never <laughs> one. Right, right. And I am course, vertically challenged. Doesn't John Candy take his socks and shoes off? Yes, oh, of course. I was going to get to that, that like – uh, so again, uh, he's like as soon annoyance. as he sits down, and you you know you get the sense at this point, like even, I mean yes we've all seen movies and we know how things play out, and, but yeah. like in this instance, okay, this isn't just coincidence. I've tripped over your trunk. Mm-hmm. You also took my cab. We sat right across from each other. Now we're sitting right next to each other. Like, for whatever reason, you two are supposed to be in yeah. each other's life. This you know? is fate. It's, it, it's just, you know, what it is. But yeah. I think John Candy probably gets that right off. Yeah, but, he's like, hey. Steve Martin would, like, fight to the end. Like, the very last, he was on his way. Well, we'll get there. Anyway. Well, well you have to remember that we, we don't know all about Dale Griffith yet. We don't know. Yeah. What a total loser he is yet, mm-hmm. and because he carries a picture of his wife, yeah. yeah, and we don't know anything about that, and we don't know if he has friends or no friends. So he has a friend in Steve Martin, his yeah. character that he's latching onto yeah. for dear life. Like this may be the only friend <laughs> I, I have in the world. Yeah, and it is uh, it, again. Seems it like is that. just before Thanksgiving. Mm. You know, a time traditionally that. People get back with their families, you know. They sure. they they family holiday. Y- you mm-hmm. seek out people that you haven't seen in a while, you know. Um, uh, so that's the one of the loneliest times of the year. But the, and True. this movie makes True. an argument for making new friends, mm-hmm. you know, maybe to com- combat mm-hmm. that. Maybe. I mean, uh, this year we are driving to Utah to uh, visit some of Carrie's friends because we've been with my family the last seventeen years, <laughs> and it's time to mm. do Share something. Share their, share their wealth. Um, so yeah, so John Kenny is sitting there, and yeah, and, and it's it, like you can, like as an audience member, you can tell that he is annoying, but you don't know how annoying. Like our, like like when I first saw this, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's just gonna be, he's gonna talk a lot. You already knew that, but I didn't know the dialogue. Oh, I I hate people who talk all the time, and like he go, he's basically talking about himself, right? And he hates people that talk all the time. Yet he's still talking all the time. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's annoying. But then when he took off his socks and shoes, well, I was like, it, it's that's yeah. a whole nother level of annoyance. <laughs> I was not counting. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I, well, I did not even think. Well, you, to go you, there. Um, I w- I was I was gonna say too, like, you know, he sits down and he's talking, and that's uh, like you said, like one thing. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll stop talking. But he does that thing, so he, he like, he he grabs it, he grabs his foot and like, breasts <laughs> it. Oh. My dogs are and barking. Then, and then unlaces the shoe and like takes it off. Oh, <laughs> you know this like 
Okay, that's much worse. That's much worse than like <laughs> that it was than talking you or know, whipping like, the sock around in the air. Oh, oh yeah. man! Let that yes. let that odor just take oh. up the whole. Oh, yeah, but it's Maxie Martin in the face. <laughs> and Steve Martin's like his his just facial expression at that moment was. Well, they both have great facial expressions. Urge to their, kill, right? Their, their physicality in the movie mm-hmm. is is great. They their their comic timing and of course their physicality. All the the jokey things they do with their body, whether they're falling down or trying to pick each other up. There's a lot of Laurel and Hardy stuff happening there. Uh, if you think about the Laurel and Hardy, Hardy yeah. you know, the little guy, the skinny guy, and the fat guy, that, yeah. that is the Steve Martin character and, and right. the John Candy character. Totally. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Totally, totally makes sense. Abbott and Costello. Right, right. It, Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, straight. <laughs> I mean... Uh, uh, Barney Rubble and uh, Fred yeah. Flintstone. Yep, all yep. the way down. All the, line. the comic greats. <laughs> you know, you know who I was thinking about uh, when I was watching this movie this time was uh, was our current guest uh, Ron Adams and uh, our former guest Steve Johnson. Johnson. Like meeting, meeting, <laughs> meeting for the first time. Uh, every every scenario, I just kind of, I kind of, I kind of put them them to, you know, just because why you know, it, and, and nothing he's doing is mean spirited. Nothing he's doing is like in any way has any viciousness in it, you know. I, you know what? Um, now that you say that, you and Steve Johnson to, will be perfect odd couple. Playing playing characters, you know. I'm not saying that, that this is them two, right? You know, but huh. but he's a lovable big guy. Mm-hmm. It, he, definitely, yeah, definitely. Like it, it is so hard to get mad at John Candy or uh, <laughs> or Steve Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he takes oh, and uh, you know that uh, you should never, if you're ever on a plane in close quarters, please. Nobody needs to see your feet. <laughs> and John Candy like lean or or Steve Martin looks over and John Candy's like basically leaning right on his shoulder in his face, and he's like, uh, and he just wakes up. I'll <laughs> bet you. Bet you my left nut and a thousand dollars that we're not landing in Chicago. He has so many of those quirks. Yeah, was it's like, is he making half of these things up? Like, I don't even know if this is scripted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm sure it's ad libbed. Like so, some some parts. I would believe that. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it is. You should probably be trying to get a room instead of you know calling home. Yeah. So while you call it home, I I call it a room. Yeah. So and and he's like, you know, you come with me. I'll make sure you get a room. And Steve Martin, of course, has very big hesitations. <laughs> to looks over and sees a guy actually sleeping, sleeping. on the floor. There were no more available rooms in town. Everything right. was closed. or no vacancies. No. Yeah. So he's like, okay, all right. And so they go. And here's your taxi cab. Oh, the demon taxi cab. <laughs> <from hell. laughs> Yes, it it's was so good. It was so tacky. It comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, it's unexpected. It's this demon. Uh, it's like meth cab. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It is. It is. Uh, I mean, there is not an Wait. inch of this car that isn't stylized or. <laughs> and it's a lowrider at oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Of, yes. of course it is. Of course, yeah. Of course it is. Of, of course it is. Uh, and the driver. Matches the car there, perfectly yeah, like to a T. The license plate wolf with the yeah, uh, yeah. with a devil. You had a devil bobblehead yeah. looks yeah. Like sort of right. thing. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Uh, it is ridiculous. It's and, and <laughs> it's, and it's so like, ridiculous. It's also it's like a yeah, uh, 
a perfect, um, you know, a perfect uh, transport to the next, like to the next chapter. It's like, you know, this <laughs> is this is where, yeah, like all of that was like, you know, in the realm of, uh, you know, um, things that normal people can handle, you know, <laughs> yeah. like from here forward, we're going to get into some situations that are very extreme, Death you know, camp. it's going to, yeah. <laughs> but Dev, I wonder, do people, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder do uh, people in Wichita got pissed off that like our calves don't look like that. Well, what's <laughs> funny is John Candy says the guy's proud of his town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're getting the big tour. Yeah, and, and I'm like, no, he's just running up the meter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that guy looked dang scary, and, and Steve Martin thinking, okay, is this my last night on Earth? Right. <laughs> right. Be yeah. Not only robbed but killed, you know, by this guy and stuffed in a dumpster somewhere. Right. And my soul taken. Yeah. It. Uh, <laughs> But they arrive to uh, the, um, uh, the the motel. Inn. Yeah, the inn uh, in time, you know, safe and Braid, sound. Braidwood I Inn. I Braid Braidwood Inn. Braidwood Inn. Yeah. Yes. And uh, because of of course because John Candy sold this guy his shower rings. Oh, yeah. So nice guy. Networking. Yeah. Networking. Yeah. Um, and they go in, and the guy definitely looks you know happy to see him, and uh, he. He was like, you know, they do a little bit of back and forth. Um, he, Steve Martin uh, pays for a room, and he's like, oh, you got the last one there is. Uh, oh, of course. They didn't expect to be sharing a room, but okay, all right. And now here is a moment, like we talked a lot about in uh, the last episode, in the Shining episode, uh, the showing the audience something so the audience knows something, something. that our main characters do not. Yeah, and that is so the audience is ahead, and which adds tension or it adds to the comedy because now it's like I can't wait to see their reaction right to this situation. Yeah, and and um, and, and that being that uh, when Steve Martin picks up the credit card, it shows that it's not his credit card. It is. Indeed, uh, Dell Dell's cre- credit, uh, card. credit card. Yeah. So we know let, things are gonna happen. Yeah. Later. Right. So it's like and foul it, that away. Yeah. Right. You know that right. Dell yeah. picked up. This is not uh, gonna be good. <laughs> you know. Right. It's gonna probably and, and then it's gonna come up when you forgot. Right. Okay, when you totally forgot about it, which which mm-hmm. is so great. Which great, is so great. great. And so, uh, so okay, all right. We'll we'll split a room. It's one night. You know, we'll be able yeah. to fly out in the morning. And, and I paid for everything else. I might as well continue paying for for and things now. We've all been now. in those kind of stanky motels before. Oh, because oh you're man. stuck in a town. And it's like that's the the one that has the room for fifty two dollars. And yes. Pay. And and okay, I can just do one night. I can do one night in the stanky motel. Yeah. And get up in the morning and get on my way. I'm not living here. I have been there. <laughs> I have been into a hotel that did not even have a bathroom Ooh, or okay. a shower. Nice. We stayed in a That's hotel horrible. in Honolulu, and the bathroom didn't go, or the, the 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 wall of the separating the bathroom from the rest of the room did not go all the way to the top. <laughs> oh man! There was oh, so there was like a foot and a half where clear space. Where, yes, <laughs> clear space. Uh, so yeah, like you're in the army, uh, pretty much or prison. Yeah, and you're in county. Here is where uh, the aforementioned music comes into play, too, because there's no words. As they go in, yes. like Steve Martin looks, looking over the room, mm-hmm. looks over, and he checks. 
there's this like little synth like it's a knuckle cracking sound effect yes yeah it, it, yeah, it is it is like because <laughs> it adds to his tension it's, it's jarring and yes. it's grating and it's holy it's, like, it's the gears in his brain yeah mm-hmm. like grinding yes, yes. <laughs> like yes. trying to process something that cannot be real this cannot this, be happening this cannot really be happening this right cannot now. be but it is like like you need to accept it. I can't accept it. It, uh, it, it is like an unspoken rule. They both look yeah, at the yes. one bed. Yeah, well, and they uh, don't want to talk about it. What they do? Yeah, <laughs> Steve Steve, uh, Steve Martin looks over, you know, sees the bed. The music starts. He kind of looks around the room at the rest of the room, and then he goes back to the bed. Yeah, and then slowly like looks all the way around. around. To like John Candy's John face. And like, you know, he's, yes, I noticed it. We noticed it. Oh, okay. All oh, right. All right. Hey, you want you want a you shower? Know, a bunch yeah. of. Oh, not together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not together. Yeah. No, no. You thought, oh, night. No, 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 I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, guys posturing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Which sets up later. Oh, definitely. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because because uh, you do that, you do have that that one bed. So they both thinking like, oh, we got to do this together, and then they do the whole shower th- routine. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to do that together, right? You know, so well, because yeah, we, we are trying to not be right. together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where like this night is going to end up with both of us in that bed. We know it, so let's establish right now yeah. that we are men, and we it's only <laughs> going to be what it is. So like. Uh, uh, the mistake is made of letting John Candy have the bathroom first. First, that was definitely uh, the mistake. That was a bad move. That, <laughs> that, was, a, that was an amateur move. Yeah, that, that, and w- I don't know what <laughs> has transpired between the time they met to now that would even let you make that decision. decision. That that it's, is a little bit on you. And, like. and 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 I mean, of course, it's John Hughes. So I mean, just kudos to the writing and directing of this of this particular scene. And the the uh, the beer scene, because he doesn't he Hughes doesn't show us that he hopped in the shower first, like right, you know right. no like you know what I mean like right. we did not realize that until Simon got out of the shower. And then we see what the place looks yeah, like. Well, we just see what he's doing while Steve Martin's in the shower. Yeah, exactly. And I, like uh, it, we and don't we didn't know that he took the shower first. Right, right. Until that moment. Same thing with the whole beer. We did not know that he spilled beer I, I, all love, over the bed until he said something. I love the moment Steve is in the shower, Neil Page, and he looks up and he sees the shower rings. Yes. And he does this wry little good. smile mm. like, you know, this guy, this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and it, there's a yeah. almost an endearing moment where this guy, I, you know, he's lovable, he's quirky, but I think, you know, he's going to be okay. But yeah. <laughs> he, gets, well, but, he has to get out of the shower. But, next. but yeah, but also, also, it's like you know, and I was going to mention the shower rings too because, he, you know, in looking at them, you know, he has a moment like, okay, after the whole day and everything that's happened, I'm in a warm shower, right? And and that's thanks to he, this thanks guy. To yeah, thanks to this guy. Rings, exactly. You know. Yeah. So he's thankful that at least he landed a room, mm. right? And when there's and having a hot shower. Yeah. yeah, and then so yeah, so he goes and soaps up his face, and the water turns off, and then of course it comes, and we see John Candy, and he's like he's he constantly eating things <laughs> that he discards, so there's always like trash, just trash yeah. around him, um, and they're 
so he's yeah he's on the bed just watching black and white TV. Oh, he puts a quarter in the massager, so it's of like course. you know. It's, it's all can, about physical gratification with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, you know, the, the the vibrating bed, but that's also a, a device because Arlecchino or Arlecchino, if you want to pronounce it, was always he's hungry. Th- he's about to throw in some theater. So yeah, some theater one oh one. So it's a lazy. It's a lazy of, of Steve Martin that I mean of John Candy, excuse me, that he's always hungry, which is why he's beefy and big. Hmm. But uh, that is a comic uh, device that he's his character, and that comes from Commedia dell'arte. Well, and 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 um, uh, did didn't the Marx Brothers also uh, have that? Well, Ch- Chico um, was eating yeah, a lot. I, okay, yeah, Chico was eating a lot. Yeah, I but think I think I every everybody can relate to somebody like that. They know somebody who's just like a pig, always eating and throwing and trash around. I mean, to be honest, um, I mean to to skip movies, uh, Brad Pitt in all the Ocean's movies, mm-hmm. he always has food in his hand, hmm. and he's always constantly eating. Interesting, um, because Brad Pitt was like, "Oh, we're hustlers. We're always on the go. We never have time to sit and eat." Mm-hmm. And that was like his thing. So, like when he was uh, getting Danny I out of prison, he was snacking. When it was in the hotels going through, he was snacking. He had nachos. I remember that, but uh, I, and then chili dogs at one point. So but he was constantly I, I heard it was and that was, was funny. It was so that like as they have a shot of him not doing anything, he has something to do with his hands. Any anyway, that's you know, a on, a, on a weird side note, only because it popped into my brain just now. But the 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 insane scenes that just go one after another, like you said, uh, the Russian uh, nesting uh, doll, doll, nesting doll, mm-hmm. uh, the Hangover movie has a lot oh. of those same kinds of elements yes it's the unexpected 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 uh, unbelievable unbelievable and right. then there's a lion in the bathroom yeah <laughs> and there's like it, 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 this movie cannot be happening yeah. but it's happening <laughs> and that's what this movie and is even like. the yeah. characters cannot believe right. that it's happening yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, a lot yeah. Of, there's a lot of similarity in that the the, the way the night rolls out rolls yeah. out yeah when he had to hop out that shower yeah. and he saw the towel oh. that one little bitty towel well, and it's like yeah washcloth. it just got worse the <laughs> washcloth yeah even even and he tried to dry his even, back even in that scene there was so much revealed up into the very end because he like so he opens the curtain and looks around the bathroom and he can you can see right away like all of John Candy's stuff, like mm. you know, it's you know it's John Candy's because, right. it's, it, like, it's the pig style. Yeah, St- well, yeah. Steve Martin hasn't placed anything, and you get the sense that he would like have everything in a certain and order. Everything's wet. Yeah. Yes. And, Squishy well, wet. That's what I was gonna say. Is yeah, the, you can see the towels are wet and they're like of no use to anyone. It, There's one little towel, and then it goes back to John Candy, who's throwing stuff around again. And when it goes back to him, he's like. Uh, he he goes to grab the towel and he steps out, and he steps on a, a like it it looks like maybe uh, like like a little bigger than a hand towel like one of the medium sized towels. It's on the floor and like he presses the, the, it's a close up of his foot and you can see that the towel is just soaked with water that like comes out and the floor is wet and the towels are wet and it's like it's you can you can tell what happened in that room. <laughs> Just based, like you can picture, yeah, John Candy, what he did to this room based upon just a pan, yeah. And he, he, like, you know, so he, okay, he has a washcloth to dry himself with, so he pats down his yeah. face, and then, and that's the he end does of that a joke. great, and he too has a great physical thing where he has this little washcloth, 
and he's able to like you know dry do his the, back, dry his back, uh, you know, uh, total yoga style. Like I don't think I could hold a washcloth like that close behind my back. He starts laying into him oh. about like how how uh, the stories annoying are not funny. is and it, the, it, yeah stories are yeah funny. I mean and which I was which I was saying like going going to that beer scene we did not see him spill the beer on the bed so as an audience member we have no idea why Steve Martin was is doing that and then he was like oh sorry about the beer but he doesn't show us what's brilliant too about John Hughes in this moment is that we agree as an audience with Steve Martin's character we understand Man, Neil yeah. Page's. Uh, disgust mm-hmm. and repulsion, but yet he zooms in on John Candy's face, mm-hmm. and he looks like a little kid ready yeah, to he cry. Does. And it just yeah. stabs you yeah, it breaks in your the heart. heart because you're like, oh, oh my gosh, his lip is quivering like he's gonna be. He's being scolded, yeah. and everything about it is true. He is a slob. He is a pig. He is messy. He is all these things. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Not, you know, his stories go on forever, and but but you think, okay, maybe. Maybe Steve Martin's character did go over the line just a little bit too much when he he, he would rather be in an insurance seminar, you know. <laughs> and how can you survive yeah. that? And and it, it almost like you're like, okay, he laid into him almost too much. He crossed a line like that where that hurt. He just made him. He reduced him to a, a subhuman person. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and that's what was so great about about the the angle choice of showing, uh, you know, showing John Candy through most of that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, almost all of it until he gets the chatty Cathy, and right, you know, Chitty so Cathy. so he can yeah. do the physical comedy, but at at some of the meanest parts of 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 Neil's speech, uh, you are looking at Dell's face, mm-hmm. and you're, you so you can't get it out of your head that this is a person he's talking about. That's right. Mm-hmm. You That's know, right. this a is a person. This is a person feelings. who had a childhood. Who yeah. had a wife? Has a wife? From um, what there's he a, there's a picture. The moment, there's a picture. You know, um, but you know, this is somebody that that has history and had like every person alive has a story, and you don't know what this guy is. You've known him for you know maybe twenty hours at this point, Correct. Uh, and and you know you're just going off the stuff that you can't take because your day is going bad. You know, nothing yeah. can go your way, and really, this is. All this that you're saying is is yeah, yeah. and it was it's a great switch for the audience mm-hmm. to to be you know to be angry at John Candy and then see that and, and then feel com- empathy yeah and then completely it, switch it's brilliant it's, it's 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 one of those moments in the film where I went okay this film is more than a comedy this is more than just slapstick yeah this movie has a point about loving the unlovable person and that's huge like, and everybody has an enduring quality and everything's everybody's worth something. Yeah. And, and 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 I could tell by the directing and the writing that that scene was was probably way too shocking. Well, not shocking, but the, the scene was way too deep and way too personal. That's why he gave us that that little wink when we look at John Kenny's in bed and he's looking over to see if if, if that little speech yeah. affected Steve Martin yeah. and he turns back around. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that that one little okay. It's gonna, it's gonna be okay, audience. Audience, right. you can yeah. you can laugh. Doesn't Steve's character uh, Neil want to leave and then he realizes? There's no place to go when he comes back. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, I, we don't see him actually leaving. leaving like after yeah. he talks about leaving. When, when, yeah, yeah. He 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 says he's gonna go, but and then turns and, and lays into him. But but like at, once he uh, once John Candy goes back to the bed to lay down, he he has it all sinks in what he just said, mm-hmm. which I love too. Is that like 
you know, his his big, you know, uh, statement back to back to what he just said and all this is that like, you know, my customers like me, my wife likes right. me. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he mentions friends, but yeah, he, he did. He said I has friends. I have friends. Or fri- my friends like me. It, but he says, I like me. Mm. You know, which is which, which is, is more huge. powerful. Yeah. You know, which and is he's huge. He's fighting back tears Be, when he's saying it. Yeah. yeah. It's powerful. And and I think that's that's like fifty percent him kind of convincing himself because mm. it's probably not the first time he's affected somebody yeah, like this. Yeah. And like so true. he he knows it's true and he wishes like he could change some things like that. But it's also kind of saying like, Hey, I like me. Mm-hmm. Like if he could have probably eek some more out you'd be like do you like you yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. because i don't i don't think in that moment steve martin probably liked himself very much mm. like that most of that day well it's know? like those words you can't take back when you blow up at somebody and you went yeah. oh gosh why did i go there i went i went too far mm-hmm. and i can't take those words back and words hurt and, and i think that steve martin's character does realize he may have pushed too many buttons at that moment and i think john candy says hey you know um, I try too hard. Yeah. I, 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 I want to please, and I'm just, you know, excuse me for being, uh, trying to be a nice guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, I, and I think there are those people, too, in the world that get on your case, or on your nerves a little bit because they're trying too hard to be nice. But why are they trying too hard to be nice? Maybe they're broken people, yeah. you know? And I think John Kennedy comes across as, as that. He's a broken individual. And Steve Martin, who has what we think is the perfect life, yeah. has everything together, is now seeing the other side of the coin, how life is on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, De- most definitely. Uh, but he does decide to stay. We see them, we see them asleep, <laughs> and then we cut to outside, and we see just a switchblade uh, <laughs> unlock the door, mm-hmm. and, and in comes... Uh, <laughs> Sticky fingers. I, yeah, I, I don't think we've seen him before, but like, uh, looks like a mini Axl Rose. Uh, he, but you One know, of the upstanding citizens <laughs> of, of Wichita. Wichita. Of Wichita, yeah. Uh, Wichita's finest. We see him come up, and and uh, he he sneaks by John Candy's side of the bed and takes his money. Uh, you know, just takes the cash out, and we see that. That he puts his wallet back, um, and then, uh, and then that you know that scene kind of ends. That's something for later. Um, and then we see him in the morning, and they're spooning. Oh um, yeah, with with uh, John Candy as the big spoon. Probably one of the most famous scenes. Yes. in the movie. And most kiss, kissing at the ear. So so uh, yeah, yeah, he's so they're they're spooning, and John Candy's got his arm around him, and Steve Martin is holding his hand. Uh, against uh, Steve Martin is hard holding John Candy's hand mm-hmm. over Steve Martin's heart, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And and they're just holding. And and he's right up there by uh, uh, John Candy's right up there by Steve Martin's ear, <laughs> and um, perfect cuddle position. And, yeah, I it don't is, know. I don't is. know what happened. It looks first. so cozy. I think I think the, the kiss on the ear happened well, first. I I think right before that, like Steve Martin kind of like. Did a did a squeeze like a very mm. a very subtle like okay. kind of like movement yeah yeah, yeah. um like kind of warm oh this is nice and at that moment uh then it prompted John Candy kind of kind of nibble on the top of Steve Martin's <laughs> ear and kind of give it a little kiss <laughs> and uh, which uh, 
which Steve Martin took and was yeah. like because he's in Dreamland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They he both are. It's the wife, or yeah. it, 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 vice versa. Like they both right. are like that. Yeah, and and uh, but Steve Martin quickly wakes up and realizes, like uh, he's like, hey, uh, Dell, <laughs> why'd you kiss me? And he's so like, uh, well, Neil, why are you holding Look my, my hand? hand. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, where's your other hand? I love threes. And, and I love my threes. And he's like, uh, yeah, this is probably the f- most famous line, the the one that like most everybody Anybody probably knows, even if you haven't seen the movie. It's in movie, yeah. But he's like, oh, it's be- my hand's between a, a pair of pillows. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> so uh, we get a, a replay of the first scene when he, you know, has him about the shower and they realize there's one bed. Mm. You know, there's a very like uh, you see uh, 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 Steve Martin's doing a little like wiggle icky dance, you know, uh, yeah. and um, John Candy is like rubbing his hands off on his pajamas and uh, uh, oh, you see that uh, Bears game last oh, week? Yeah. Oh yeah, hell of a game, hell of a game. Yeah, yeah, game. yeah. 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 yeah the they can go all the way. Yeah, um, reaffirming, reaffirming the masculinity. Yeah, um, but you pumping at the about, chest. I mean, I mean, I would love to have been uh, at, on set when they were doing that scene. How many takes it had to take for them not to crack up? Because, oh yeah, because mm-hmm. think about that. You, you know, you're gonna cuddle John. John Candy's gonna cuddle, cuddle you, you. Yeah, and it's gonna be yeah. this intimate moment on the bed. I mean, you have to be so committed oh, to your art man. to say, okay, John Candy, cuddle me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there, there has to be. Okay, like yeah, there has to be a couple takes. I'm where, sure like, you know, there was a lot of takes they're, they're, on that. They're, they're just those cracking two. up laughing. You, got, yeah. you know, SCTV, SCTV, and SNL. You know, they got <laughs> yeah. like some imp. You know, some stuff was just ad libbed right there that you know yeah. is is alive somewhere. Um, but then we cut and we go to breakfast, which um, now there's been a couple times and it's kind of weird, um, but obviously it has a reason. And you don't get the reason till much later, but you know John Candy smokes. Um, of course and, he does. And, yeah, and you course. see, but but like, you know, it, it, but not cigars, you know, like in Uncle Buck, but like you know regular cigarettes. And it's just weird because you did like, it, it, to to me it seems almost out of place for the guy, but for the fact of how he smoke, whenever he's smoking, it's very much very dainty. You know, like it, it is. It, he's such a it big guy. A quirky way but but whenever smoke. whenever he's smoking, it's very like, uh, oh, very dainty. Um, and uh, so they're at breakfast, which of course Steve Martin. And again, they show like so they're sitting at the counter of a diner. And uh, there's a there's another large fellow that you don't really see to Steve Martin's right. You know, he's uh, just kind of like on the plane. He's kind of just cramped and uncomfortable you know he never gets the chance to fully relax and his breakfast is oatmeal you know and he's he's pouring a little more milk into it and i think it might have some fruit in it and of course john candy has like the lumberjack slam right we know whatever right 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 and he's smoking you know and um back in that time i think in the 80s that was still definitely normal yeah to smoke in restaurants to smoke in restaurants and especially during breakfast Mm -hmm. yeah and coffee and a cigarette. And so and they start talking about, you know, about leaving. And he's like, you know, you can wait for the plane, but I can tell you they're going to cancel all the flights. Yeah. and You're going to be stuck in Wichita unless we take the train. I know a guy 
sold him uh, all the shower rings of for course, the of course, of course. <laughs> for, for the passenger trains, and uh, he owes me. Oh, um, but before that, how they ate breakfast? Oh wait, never mind, never mind. That's that's after, because he he was selling the rings, and that's how. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's, after, that's after. That's after. That's after. But then, yeah, that <laughs> this is when Steve Martin realizes he has no money. Right. Blame John Candy was and was like, I never stole anything. Check my wallet. Check my wallet. I have two hundred dollars in there. Check my wallet. He checks it. It's like you don't have no money either. Oh, we've been robbed. Yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. He's even annoyed at the fact he's still annoyed at John Candy <laughs> yeah, <not> after right. <laughs> after he realizes that it's it's none not of John his fault. Candy. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he could have prevented it. There's no way anything. But still, at this point, by meeting John Candy, he is ahead of where he would be on his own. You know, yes. he did get a broom. He did. It was kind of thrashed, and the room itself was uncomfortable. At least he got and a shower. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he got uh, well, part yeah. of a shower. There's yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, um, there, yeah, there's there's always like little, you know, little yeah, silver linings it, to, it, to, yeah, throughout it, the whole thing. It's and it, but it's never full. Of course. It's never satisfying. <laughs> he is never satisfied with anything through this movie. Um, so he, uh, so yeah, they realized they got robbed. Um, so they cut to them like outside and, and he had contacted his friend who is sending his son. So, the, I mean, the, the audience right now is just wondering what this son is going to look like. Yeah, because we kind of we kind of already know the pattern now. Mm-hmm. And, and so when the truck pulls up. Well, and and too much to what you said before is like, you know, where we've come from and where we are. You know, starting out in New York City, straight downtown with the hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that was another thing. When they when they woke up, uh, there's an uh, outside establishing shot of the, the inn that they're in. It's like a motor inn. It's like where truckers would stop. Um, and across is a pig farm. There's like yeah. the road. Mm-hmm. There's like a little bit of a field and then a pig farm. So you know if you've ever been around a pig farm. And I have not. That. It stinks, even though. Oh, well, it I mean, is, I can I can assume that it stinks. <laughs> even though it's cold, it, it it's it's worse than cattle farms. It's worse than. I'm sorry to all the pig farmers we have as listeners, <laughs> but uh, it's true. It, I, it just, I'm sure they can agree. I've I, I never I never experienced it. It, but it, but you know it smells. But anyway, oh, yeah. it just goes to the contrast of you know this is not uh, everything about where Steve Martin is is just uncomfortable. Is yeah, is is just uncomfortable being where he is, mm-hmm. you know, just in this state across from a pig farm. This is not where he comes from, and this is not where he wants and to a, be. And a trip that should have only taken a couple hours from New York to, to Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. is now taking uh oh a couple of days, yeah, maybe even longer. We're yeah. into forty eight hours right well, now. And and going back to the ticket, I, I took notice that like. He takes off at six and lands at six forty-five. Now I'm assuming there's uh, an hour jump, like because of the timeline or whatever. Perhaps, yeah, but time, time changer. But that is not like an hour and forty-five minutes is you know not yeah. a very long flight. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's, basically here to Vegas. Yeah, and and um, hmm, you picked up on that. Yeah, oh. I, yeah, because yeah, I because I did it. Well, because I was like, I didn't see it. Forty-five minute flight. Then if it got rerouted, that doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, well, but then I was like, oh, Eastern to Central Time. Yeah, I was. At least two hours difference. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. So yeah, but I did notice that he takes off at six and lands at six forty-five. 
<laughs> just a short, just a short flight. So, but yeah, but, but when that when that truck pulls up, is this him? So uh, yeah, they, yeah, they 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 show like the bottom of the truck pulling up. It's yeah, it's 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 like it's like uh, John Hughes wants you, he wants you to drink it in. He wants you. He wants you to <laughs> the, see the full experience. Yes, he wants to give you the full experience. <laughs> he wants to show the bottom, yes. and then and, and then, then slowly yes. pans, and yeah. then when he steps out, you just see his feet. Yeah, you see his, and they're and they're they're like uh, snow boots, but like the the rubber Rock. kind, like yeah. pretty much like rain boots, uh, <laughs> that are like barely buckled, uh, pants tucked in. And it's just as as, as it the goes camera up, goes up, it's like it red gets flannel. Worse. It gets red, worse, you know. Um, and and when it goes and when it shows his face, he's got a mouthful of chew, uh, and, <laughs> and it, it, it's uh, it's on his teeth. Missing some teeth. It, and, and it's so funny because he played. So there was a, there was a movie, uh, Delirious, that John Candy did, where he was like a soap oh, opera writer. I, th- I think I remember that. And, and got hit really hard in the head. And went into a dreamland where. He was in the soap opera that he wrote for, and he could use his typewriter in his room and create him scenes for himself. Well, the guy that is picking them up in this movie, in that movie, he kept having something wrong with him every time you saw him mm-hmm. was something new. Mm-hmm. So, like, he wouldn't see him for a minute. He'd come into a scene, and his hair would be falling out. You wouldn't see him. He'd come into a scene, mm-hmm. and he'd have a huge lump on his neck. Uh, you wouldn't see him, and then his teeth would be falling out. Like it was always something that's going on. Hey, how you doing? Ah, uh, my teeth are falling <laughs> out now. Um, but anyway, so I, I mean, I've seen that guy in a couple of things, and that he, he always like he's so a he's great, a great character actor, great character actor. But yeah, he's got a mouthful of chew, and uh, he's like, you know, uh, also trying creating phlegm. So like or clearing his nasal passages, yeah, yeah and, yes. then, and then in the most disgusting manner possible. Yeah, <laughs> but he, the way he does it, his eye, like he yeah. looks like he's like it hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way he's doing it is like, does that hurt? Yeah, eyes yeah. bugging out, like, yeah, yeah like, strained. <laughs> it's it's the, like he's in pain. The epitome of the stereotypical, you know, uh, good old boy mm-hmm. thing, uh, and it's like, you know, like see people call those the flyover states. Right, you know, well, this is the flyover it. person. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, and everything about it is disgusting up until the point where his spit didn't go all the way out of oh, his that, mouth. Oh, well, yeah, well, oh, but but that okay. But first, they're like, "Oh, is this the guy?" So he's like, "He's like, yeah, this is the son." So he shakes John Candy's hand, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, pleased to meet you. Right after he shakes his hand, yes, he clears his nasals, and he spits with chew and probably snot. And then, like, yeah, it doesn't come all the way out. So he takes his hand and he scoops up, like, the last <laughs> bit of it, it. Doesn't wipe it off. Oh no! But immediately great. shakes Steve Martin's hand, man. like yes. immediately, and like oh, you just man. know, like, so oh my, so disgusting. And like, and you see him, and you see Steve Martin react just after, like, yeah, like his he reactions didn't re- after, yeah, oh my, like God. he didn't catch on to it until like after which. John, he's been doing that. Like we don't, we don't get the joke until after it happened. John Cannon getting out the shower. We didn't see that until after the spilling beer in the bed. We didn't notice right. that until after. So yeah, the reaction is always, it's always a reaction. Yeah, is it, it, the comedy. And it's a fine line between believability and unbelievability. A verisimilitude is a mm, right. we use in theater. Oh yeah, and it, 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 suspension. The movie starts to push the envelope a little bit. Like, okay, this is, is this beyond belief? Is this guy beyond ridiculous? And you almost go like, okay, this is n- no one 
would do that. No one would look like that. And then, right. you, but the movie convinces you that it is really happening. Yeah. And this is just his nightmare, Steve yeah. Martin's nightmare coming true. True. Right. And, and you think, okay, and you buy into it. You've seen the crazy cab. You've seen, you know, all the stuff that's happened. <laughs> yeah, like we already know. You already this, buy. Okay, okay, this, okay what this world next? is. Yeah. What's what's the movie gonna throw at me next? Exactly. And it make know, that universe so believable. Yeah, because you know something else is coming. You know, you know there's something else down. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah. Uh, it's a great buildup to and, the climax. Yeah. It, well, and and the uh, of the movie. So, uh, and and even as in and as much as like, okay, you guys are right in the back. Uh, oh, oh, you know, let, let's get this thing. Oh no, no, no! You leave that there. Hey, hey you get your lazy, lazy butt <laughs> out of the truck. She's pregnant. And get, yeah. She's pregnant and, too. And and and, and, and uh, so she, small. And she's holding a baby. But she is so and like, small. And well, and he said, yeah, she's she's small and she's skinny, but she's strong. Yeah, you know? like she she gave birth. Um, the baby came out sideways. Oh, oh, oh! And that, that she's happy to do it. Yeah. Which is another funny yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and, but she's it, not put out by it. Yeah, like, yeah no, she, she. It's almost like she felt disrespected that yeah. that you didn't that she did it. that she's not doing this. Right. Yeah. Like she's like, offended. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and then we we get a good side gag. So there there it's about he says it's about thirty to forty miles unless he takes mm. back roads. Then it could be anywhere up to seventy. And uh, there's we see a pair of gloves in the back of this hay. Covered uh, truck bed, and so he goes to get the uh, gloves, and out pot from nowhere. I mean, yeah, out, from nowhere, <laughs> out pops his uh, uh, healer. Uh, he like, dog. like yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's totally like a sheep herder's dog, yeah, yeah. you know. And just waiting to snap, yeah, it, snap he was just, like completely under the hay and almost takes his fingers off. But even yeah, nip just a nip, just a yeah. nip. He, yeah, he nipped his fingers. He, mm-hmm. Even uh, uh, John Candy's like. Give him the goddamn gloves. <laughs> Give him the gloves. Uh, <laughs> and so the, the, this dog looks so raggedy. Oh yeah, yeah. the dog well, fits the kid. The, ki- the dog fit the owners. Yeah, oh, yeah. the dog fit the owners. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, the, he's not getting those gloves. He's like, how how cold do you think it is, or or what what do you think the temperature is? One. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and so and so cut, and then we get a, a nice little visual uh, visual joke. Where the truck pulls up and they've been riding in the back, so they're like they're free. all they're the frozen. hair, all the facial, like eyebrows and the mustache, the giant can, it's all like white with it's frost. All, it's all frost. And, <laughs> it, 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 but it's like a, it's like a it's a still picture yeah. of all of their emotions during that scene. But the dog also has the same yes, thing. that <laughs> yeah. is so great that the like the dog still has that angry, yeah. Yeah. like he's still angry, but he's frozen. Yeah, <laughs> it's frosty angry, yeah. right? With missing teeth, like yeah. you can actually well, now and, see and, the dog, and, and that's probably why he was under the hay. He was just oh, trying to keep warm. He was trying to keep he warm. He was keeping warm under the hay. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think about that. And these gloves are keeping you know, keeping my nose warm. <laughs> so you're right. touching the gloves. And that dog's and that, <laughs> and that dog had no teeth. And I was like, why is the why is like teeth missing in this dog? So uh, so they get on they get the train, and uh, since they've been robbed, and uh, he knows that. Oh, uh, I, I <laughs> so they sorry to go back just a second. They, because uh, this was, this is one of my favorite lines too. Uh, they, when they when they first come out of the bar and they after they realize they've been robbed, uh, they're like, okay. John Kane's like, okay, okay, we have no cash, but I mean, we'll just have to you know charge our way home. You know, we'll we'll do that. What do you got for plastic? And he's like, I you know I got a Visa, I got a Diners Club, I got this, I got that. 
He's like, what do you have? He says, I got a, had a card to the big and tall store. It's mostly in the Pacific Northwest. It doesn't really help us out uh, here, yeah. but, you know, it's a hell of a bargain. Hell of a, like, He's selling it. We, oh, my God. Forever that, sells, that man. The, yeah, like, why would you even say that? Yeah. Like, why would it even why come you bring out of that your up? damn mouth? And, yeah, and then, and, then, and then audience is now remembering, like, oh, that's right. They switched credit cards. Right. Still didn't use it. It's like, oh, yeah. not yet. Yeah, the, it, yeah, you're kind of you know, it's a little taste, but mm-hmm. um, so they get there and they get to the train. He gets them both a ticket and he's like, "Oh, there was nothing together." And you can tell he's lying. It, oh yeah, he's he, so yeah. lying. There's nothing together. Sorry, thank you for everything, but you know, yeah. let's go now. Again, to what I was saying before is like, yes, he's been causing problems and he's kind of annoying, but he's kind of the only reason he's he's kind of gotten this far mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. without him he would still be in the wichita airport sleeping mm-hmm. with all these canceled flights and yeah. now no way to get a room so he's at you know so any bit closer to home is at this point is still thanks to john candy including being on this train yeah so he uh so they get on the train he gets separate tickets now What's funny is up to this point, uh, uh, Neil, Steve Martin's character, has wanted to really be alone and mm-hmm. left alone and just peace and quiet. Yeah, he's a quiet person. Now he's sitting next to you know some young lady that is also going back you know home for Thanksgiving, which he asks you know. Uh, now he can't be quiet. Yeah. He has to find he, out who he, is this sitting next so to him. He's so excited that he's, he's yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like th- this is it, you know. This he uh, well, I think by this by this time, oh, when he picks him up, he says uh, nothing nothing comes out of here unless you're a cattle or a pig. Um, so they have to go to Stubville uh, or Studman Studville. Sure, is why this not? When the train breaks down. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so they're 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 coming out of there, and there's you know there's uh, all of all of a sudden the the train breaks down, and they have of to course. walk. A mile, mile and a half mm-hmm. to the road where the truck will pick him up and take him into, I believe, St. Louis. Yeah, I think so. It is St. Louis. Oh, no, uh, no. They, 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 they went to a smaller town and then took a bus to St. Louis. To St. Louis, and because that, that's as far as the bus that's would go. Right, cause the, it's cause to St. Louis. When the, um, when the bus was driving over the bridge, it said. And uh, then there's a nice okay. moment where John Candy is. They're all walking across the the field. Oh and yeah. And John Candy's trying to drag his trunk, trunk over yeah. the you know the dirt, and Steve Martin doesn't have to. Right. Goes over to him and picks up the other side Inside of the trunk. trunk. And that's a moment you kind of think, okay, they're like. Fate has thrown them together, together, and he still has enough compassion for the guy to help him, you know, with the trunk, the burden. And, and, and that, and plus, pe- like human beings like familiarity. Like, you know, we've been doing this the whole entire time. I don't know these people, but I do know you. Right. So You're I'm the gonna, only one I know on this whole on, thing. on this whole thing. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna kind of go back to where I'm familiar with. And as much as Steve Martin wants to be left alone, he does not want to be, <laughs> be alone, alone. You know, yeah, he does. Very like, telling. The, Very so telling. one saving grace, like he he's not like a couple times he tries to part ways, right? But it's not really until he has a clear shot home or what he thinks is a clear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they uh, they end up uh, getting to um, where the where the bus is, and I think. I think they allude later on that John Candy's the one that got the bus tickets, and he says he says a very oh. funny line. He's like, "If you're ridden the bus, 
And he's like, no, never have. He's like, it's not going to improve your mood any. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, oh, oh, yeah. you're in a bad mood? Yeah. yeah. Have you been the best before? No. 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 When did he sell the shower ring curtains to get the that, money? That's when they when they arrived in St. Louis. Okay, so that's Steve coming Ma- up? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's coming okay. up. So when they when they get to St. Louis, because that's as far as this will go. That's as far as the uh, bus mm-hmm. was, oh, was, was yeah, going to take just, But that bus ride, though. You have the kid going up and down the aisle. Like oh. It's like everything you can picture, yeah. the oh. worst thing and about. Then, and then the people are like, basically, doing it right across, across. from him yeah which, but which john candy was like look yeah, at that. yeah well and then also here's another scene where he's he's eating shelled peanuts and just throwing them on the floor it's mm. another scene he's got he's got a like a 32 ounce soda in his in his arm and then with the, in in clutching peanuts and then just throwing the shells on the floor of the bus and then like leaning over to take a sip and then throwing some more peanuts but then yeah he he's the one that makes uh Neil look over at these people, uh, which he ends up getting busted, which, which he says take a picture the and it'll last couple, longer. Yeah, the young couple who's making out, who, who's, yeah, who's yeah, necking, like, beyond yeah, necking, I mean, but she, I mean, she's <laughs> all like she's stretched all the way, like uh, across her, the aisle. Yeah, her back yeah. is arched all the way to where she's damn near uh, in Steve Martin's lap. Yeah, her forehead's basically on the armrest uh, that you know Steve Martin's. Yeah, and so it's like, yeah, once you take a picture, and then John Kennedy's like, "Ha, you got busted," and like yeah. gives him that nudge. So, but what, what's cool about this scene on the bus is that John Candy is in his element. No. He's all the people on the bus are his people. Yes, he knows these people. Steve Martin's character, Neil Page, he doesn't ride buses, right? He might take a subway every now and then, but these are not yeah. his people. Singing Forever Plaid, two and coins in a fountain. Uh, three, yeah, three, three coins, coins in, in a, a fountain. fountain. So that that even solidifies the fact that nobody knows this song. They they're not of his ilk. Right. So, but so John Candy, what does he bring up to sing? <laughs> Flintstones, Flintstones. Yeah. and everybody knows yeah. it. Yeah. So he's like the hero. On the bus because they're all singing his song. Well, yeah, and well, and it was on his he, on, on his cue too. Because yeah, yeah, who? Come on, who has another song? Who has another one? That's when Steve Martin says, you know, he's like leading these people. You well, know? that's the endearing quality about this John Candy Dale, Dale Griffith character is that he can find joy in the midst of the ugliest of circumstances. Any situation, yeah. Anything. And there's something to be said about that. That you, no matter what trial you may be undergoing, right? Look at the ray of sunshine. He can sing. Bus songs, you know, in the middle and get, of nowhere. And get the whole crowd get like whole going. going, right? Well, and then and then to what you you were alluding to a moment ago. So we get you know to the uh, to the bus station, and now they're in St. Louis, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Martin's calling his wife, who again does does not get what is going on, and uh, and while he's doing that, we see a great scene where. Dell for the first time is is, is yeah is doing he's is doing, doing a salesman thing he's yeah. doing a salesman thing he's, but he's shining he's excelling he's he's he is glorifying in his ability to sell yeah. yeah he is I mean you're seeing he has a different pitch for he has he has like you know he knows his audience he has two dozen different <laughs> pitches for the same exact item 
You know, right. it's a different color. Right. You know, uh, the white ones are Russian ivory. Right, right. Uh, and and it's know. also autographed by somebody. And yeah, the oh. clear ones are full of helium. Yes. Yeah, so they're, they're lighter. Make them lighter. They're so lighter. Uh, oh, those make you look so old, like 18, 19. And the kids are yeah, can't oh, wait to pay exact, you fast know. enough. Uh, <laughs> and, and so, yeah, he, he, he alludes to making like, you know, a couple, like over $100. Yeah, for them to eat on. Yeah. And, and, and then when they're in that restaurant, the people in the background, some of the women are wearing the. I didn't oh yes, that. I saw. I, I, I did, did not yeah. notice that. I did. The ones yeah. that you had not seen him sell to. Yeah. Right? So you now we know he sold to more. Yeah. Than just the ones we saw on screen. Nice. Yeah, yeah I didn't. I didn't catch that. I got. I got to watch it. Yeah. Again. No. I. 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 I, I yeah. I, I think they're white. There's like big mm-hmm. white ones yes. in the back. Uh, on this That's one funny. Lady. But I, I love that he is good at what he does. He's. That is how he stays alive. Yeah. Right. Is that he's like a streetwise salesman, and mm-hmm. he knows. He'll lie if he has to lie to to get a meal. Mm-hmm. You know he 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 knows the tricks of the trade and he's good at it. Yeah, and 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 it's it's probably one of the saving graces of being, uh, you know, being on the road. You know, because uh, you know we'll find out later. You know why he hasn't gone home in so long. Oh, and this is one of the moments in which because they're sitting down and they're eating, mm-hmm. and he says like they start talking about home life versus work life, and. You know, he and, he and he says, well, well, I haven't been home in years. Mm-hmm. And what? Well, I mean, you know, it's just I'm away so long. It, it feels like it. Yeah, it feels yeah. like it feels like it. But we don't know that. Yet. Right. But it, I mean, you get the sense, too, when he said it, that he, he's kind of, hiding. There, something. There's something to, you know, to that. Um, but it's it's so great that, like, we also see, you know, he's always, you know, happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. But like in this scene, when he's when he's selling, when you have that montage of him selling, it's more than just like complacency. It's actual joy. You know, he's uh, and plus, uh, if you think about this, uh, Neil Page is an advertising exec. He's selling mm. ideas. Yes. he's selling imagery. Yes. What right. is what is Dale Griffith doing? He's selling, selling imagery to these women with these. Shower rings. Yeah. So they're both salesmen. Right. Exactly. But different types. Oh, I definitely see uh, a future in which uh, uh, Neil gets Dell a job. Mm. You know, <laughs> some, some, somehow. That'd in be a his, nice. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Sequel. Be. <laughs> yeah. I, de- I definitely. I mean, you know. Well, we'll get to the end, but I, I, I think they, they definitely uh, kept in touch uh, to say. And the I least. think, jo- and and it doesn't Neil Page, he's impressed with. The, his ability to sell, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the yeah. compliment. I think it's the only compliment he yeah. gives him yeah. when they're yeah. eating. So, like, yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, well, at least, yeah, they're they're eating. Yeah, at least we got like still got an, another hundred smackers from you know these sales. Like, yeah, you really, you were really great. You you know, you um, pulled it off. And then, uh, and then he breaks up with them uh, <laughs> again. Tries to break up. Yeah, with them. I, again, he's like, you know, I think I'm holding you back. <laughs> and I think it's much easier to travel. Yeah, yeah. a big breakup. You know what? It's, just for, it's for it's yeah. the environment of yeah. you. And it's not I you. It's me. Leave. Yeah, it's not you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I'm holding you back. You know, you'd, classic. You'd be home by now. And he's like, okay, I get it. I get it. I'll just pay for all this. And here's your cut of what uh, you know I sold, which is that's endearing too. Uh, yeah, is that he, in the midst of all this, even though this person is saying, I don't want to. You know, I don't. I don't want to be around you anymore. Basically, I want to travel alone. He still considers the selling that he did. He tells him, "This is your take." Mm-hmm. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Up until like when I was selling these, we were in this together. Together, yeah. So He's this is honest. this He's half honest is man. yours, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, you know, regardless of what you're thinking right now, I I still think, you know, up to this point, like I said, we were together. So, uh, and they have a little argument about that, and then let it stay there. Yeah, it's gonna stay there, right on the table. Um, so they they part ways, and now is when we get into the third uh, tier of the title. And uh, and automobile, we, yeah. We mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that uh, um, Steve Steve Martin Neil is going to rent a car, <laughs> and again, like you know, he he got in his mind that he's just going to rent a car and drive the rest of the way. Yeah, and that is why he feels he can uh, he can part ways uh, with Dell. You know that he did it once before on the train. Now, now he thinks yeah. he, he I see a has a way the home, tunnel. so he doesn't need Neil. But again, he ditches him. As this movie shows, if you don't have Dell, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're literally not going anywhere. And so this time, we see that he steps out of a bus. Yeah. And then uh, V five. We, we hear the guy tell him, "Yeah, it's right down this aisle. It's V five. So the bus takes off, and he starts going. And of course, we see two, and we see three. You see the build up. Looks we back, see the build up. He looks back, and there's all there is is a skid mark, <laughs> like so, like somebody <laughs> took off real quick out of this one. There is a parking lot full, full of cars. every space is full. There's like <laughs> 300 cars all around him, and the one missing is the one that he has a ticket for. Yeah. So he starts trying to catch the bus, which of course doesn't hear him. Doesn't right. see him, and, and, he, and, and he also does that line. You don't know who you messing with. Yeah, you don't know who you're messing with. Yeah. He yeah. says it like multiple times, running after this. But even bus. at that one, he he he, when he was saying it, I think he heard himself say it, and he realized like this is meaningless for me to say that because he it wasn't even like with passion. He was like, you don't know who you're messing with. Like yeah. <laughs> it's it, almost yeah. like it was like a habit of him to say that. But now at this point. There's no point well, in me like, saying it. Is it gonna get? How much worse can it get for this poor guy? <laughs> right. I really started feeling sorry for him, you know. And I'm, and as an audience member, I'm like, okay, can't your wife maybe wire you money, or can't can't she? I'm trying to, I'm thinking of solutions for him. Solutions, yeah. right, I'm right, to right, right. Out how, how can we get him home? Well, and then too, I see, I and I'm I'm trying to look at this, and again, uh, uh, I don't know why I'm pointing behind me, but uh, Sophia was seeing this for the first time, and I'm trying to always think too, like. You know, uh, her reaction. Well, not her reaction, but like, you know, being in, you know, in a post iPhone world mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a world where yeah, you could just I, you could right. just uh, uh, ha- pull up the app and right. say, like, hey, Hertz, my right. car isn't right here. Yeah. Send somebody out. USA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I mean, even I mean, just not even just an app, like how you have to go to a payphone. Like right. everybody waiting in line oh, you, to make a phone how call. Neil, I mean, how Neil Page holds the. Yeah. Phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. He, and he and he shakes it like like it's, something's it's gonna like ooze yeah. out of yeah. it. I remember the first time somebody told me how nasty a payphone was, mm. yeah. and I and, and I hadn't even it hadn't even crossed my mind. And I worked for the phone company for a long time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it is filthy. Stop and think about <laughs> how many people's mouths are on this device right, right here that right. I'm holding up to my face. Yeah. And yeah. Who's who sneezed on it? Yeah. Who's, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm like, or oh whatever. gosh, that is that is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started looking at them like, oh, they are dirty. Yeah. Ugh, gross. 
Yeah, I'm kind of glad we don't have those anymore. Yeah. No, but I mean, there are there are a few out there. There is, and I've seen. I took a picture of. So I'm like, look, so this rare. is a baby But I mean, I mean, we have uh, gas pumps. Same mm. thing. Mm. People touch, like right yeah. when somebody like does yeah. whatever, right, and then touches a gas pump and then leave, and here you come right behind them. Yeah, it's pretty scary when you stop thinking. When you think about it. Sorry um, to bring that up. Now you guys are going to like freak it. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, everybody just listens to this. People are like, damn it. <laughs> now I can't pump gas. But no, that, that's an interesting, because uh, it's a period movie now, because it's before uh, the internet. Yeah. It's before digital. Well, and, and it's, it's you know, not to bring the whole show down, but it's, it's pre-9-11. True. So there, true. there's a lot of ways to travel that just aren't, oh, you know, even, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, like non-high security. Mm. And um, but it, the, the, uh, another thing about this scene that I love too, as he's like, you know, uh, I mean, he's full animated at this point too. Mm-hmm. He's throwing his stuff around. He's uh, throwing the ticket. Uh, you know, throws in that great in great physical comedy but, fashion. Yeah. Right. He doesn't just throw it down. His whole body throws well, it down. Well, and, and, yes. and, and, and what's funny is because if you know, we've all thrown a piece of paper. Right. It's like it's it doesn't throw. You know, no. it does, it, 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 it no matter how hard. Back. Yeah, no matter how hard you release it, it's gonna float down to the ground. Yeah, on it, nice it, and but it beautiful behind light. him. It's almost like he threw it, and then the paper came yeah. back. <laughs> and but and and what's funny as heck is the whole time, the bus doesn't have a straight route out, <laughs> so you keep <laughs> seeing it go zigzag. like zigzag out the of the parking lot, so you can still see even yes. when he's done, you can see it's f- way far away, but the bus never is still it, there, but it's right there, <laughs> you know. And uh, we we find out later because he says it, he starts a three mile walk back, and. He's way out in this like, uh, you know, uh, extra, extra, extra parking lot right, that they right. have the cars in. So he has to walk next to like, like right on the edge of the highway. Uh, there's one moment where he has to come down off a bridge, and uh, he, it's all, uh, it's it's all covered in snow. Which as he's coming down, he, the last couple feet, he slips, slips down a wall, and. Uh, and like lands literally, I mean, right next to the highway, mm-hmm. and immediately an eighteen wheeler goes well, within he, he, like he six lo- inches. He yeah. loses his hat, and then right when he's about to go get the hat, eighteen wheeler takes the hat. Yeah, almost Run, took his head off like yeah, a melon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, runs right over it, and he's like, you know, yeah. Had he been not laying flat against that wall, he would have got uh, injured or killed. But and, and it, it speaks to every like time you've been disappointed by a company mm. like customer yeah. service you know disaster you know uh, nightmare or it, it this speaks to all of that frustration in a nutshell like you're promised a rental car it's supposed to be at this slot you have the paperwork you pay yeah. the money the bus takes you there everything should work it should all fit, fit together like a puzzle and then it, then, then the universe lets you down. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, there's a piece missing. Yeah, there's a piece missing, and 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 the alternative is walk three miles back <laughs> to the counter. Yeah. So that, how close does he get yeah. over three miles? Not, not oh, even the alternative. Dude. Yeah, he doesn't building. have he doesn't it have any choice. No, he's the got, only thing he can do is is yeah. is walk the three and miles. And he's in back. his nice shoes. Oh yeah, his nice clothes, but yeah. they're not nice shoes and nice clothes. Yeah. At so the end. At right the, yeah. right after the eighteen wheeler, we cut to. 
Uh, a slow the, pan. Yeah. Of Again, yeah, we start at the very the bottom. bottom. <laughs> and we see the shoes that don't even look like shoes anymore. They look like socks. They're like, the, you could see the like whole wet socks. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, or, yeah. In, in, um, yeah, and the, the camera pans, and it just gets worse and yeah, worse. It, the whole, like, yeah, his his top coat and the bottom of his slacks are just covered in, like, you know, uh, icy, slushy, muddy. And we're, uh, and we're, bring, we're coming up to the n- other famous scene yes. in the movie yeah, that this people is, love to quote. Ooh, this, is, this is the one. This is definitely this the is, one that. This is the rated R. That got them the R rating that uh, right. he didn't, uh, that uh, he But he's fully justified. Yeah. He, yeah, oh, this is. It, he, no, has no, he, is. Not, he has not, other than other than two, uh, and, and they, well, yeah. So other than two, uh, Dell in the room, he hasn't blown up to anyone. Even in the beginning, when they bumped him out of first class, mm-hmm. he didn't lay into her. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of accepted he was a little snarky, it. But he accepted yeah, yeah, it, was snarky, but yeah. like that was at the beginning of the journey. You know, <laughs> and now he has somebody that to him. Is completely the bad uh, guy. justified in taking whatever abuses he well, wants to sling. Well, first of all, sling. she's on a personal phone conversation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where there's like a long line. Right. There's a long line of people. She's talking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Who's gonna bring what? what? That, yeah. And in the in the cheeriest, <laughs> happiest <laughs> way, you know, oh, she can't wait to man. see whoever she's talking to. Giggling. And she can't. She was yeah. so happy. You know. Yeah. And you, you taste that. She whoever was straight she's, Disney. Yeah. She that she wants to taste that lady's cranberries, <laughs> and she's making the crescent rolls, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. It was because she talks about oh no, so and so's making the turkey and. And then the stuffing would be made by this person. She's making crescent rolls. That's got to honestly, like the easiest you, thing. To make. It's <laughs> easy. There is nothing. Hey, hey, pouring that butter on there, oh, oh, melting it, that butter on crescent roll. It, make sure it's rolling. If she does, right? If she does that, you know, we don't even know if she does. I was butter. as a kid, I was tasked that. But but this so, movie okay, has such so, great ca- cameo roles. Oh, oh this yeah, this is one of them. Oh like yeah, the Kevin Bacon role. Kevin Bacon. You know, uh, this lady, and we gotta find her name. I'm gonna look it up. Oh yeah. Oh, I am. Oh, I'm sorry. She's our, famous. Our uh, our assistant our Siri research team. Yes. <laughs> Siri is gonna. <laughs> yeah, we need her name uh, because she is. Well, she was in Ferris Bueller, and she was oh, the yeah. secretary. She plays those roles well. Mm-hmm. She she looks like the epitome of the you know the bouffant hair, oh, yeah. uh, the 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 high squeaky voice, and, the heavy eye makeup. Yeah, the heavy eye. Oh, and this that. No, that Midwestern, yep. well, corn-fed, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, church woman. She, yeah, lady. whatever she's what? about to say, you also you believe. Mm-hmm. You know, you believe she's that happy. You believe. What's the name? Uh, Edie McClurg. Edie McClurg. Edie McClurg. Um, oh, is she in Wreck-It Ralph? Oh, she's born in Kansas City. Is she born, born in Kansas? Uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Well, there you go. She was. Yeah. Homegrown, yeah. right there. Secretary, uh, she was great at the secretary and Ferris Bueller. Yeah, oh yeah. I, I think I think she played yeah. Mrs. Poole on uh, Hogan Family, a TV show too. Um, uh, but but she's but the perfect foil to 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 Steve because he's ready to unleash the the. F bomb of all F bombs, mm. yeah. The cyclone oh, just of F bombs. Oh, it's so great. And and he and, and, and he like relishes each one. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> the cascade. Uh, and it's it, it, it and it's it and it fits. Like like he didn't throw in an F word, 
and it and it seemed like it didn't fit. Like, why would you put an effort yeah. there? Like, it no, was, it wasn't yeah. gratuitous. Well, it was all well placed. Yeah, yeah it was well placed. It will and, it was so, and yeah. By by the halfway point, you you have to keep it going. You know, <laughs> you can't it, stop now. Yeah, because he 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 put it <laughs> right. in. He put it in the perfect like used it as punctuation. Yes. To where you had to keep that punctuation going. And and yeah, it was it was so it would be as though uh, if McDonald's was coming out with a new line of stuff and you put Mick in front of everything, right? His, everything his, had Mick in front. Is it? Yeah, right. that that was the good, ad- good analogy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. the uh, that was the adjective we're going to use to describe everything. <laughs> and and so and and after even all of that, after you know, and as soon as she hung up and she saw, uh, you know, she kind of went from the floor up. And saw and got to his look, you know, mm-hmm. you could see, oh, okay. She's like, can I help you? And, and, it. you know, so yeah, he goes off, you know. I knew I, she was in Small Wonder. Um, Sorry, that was one of my favorite TV shows. I loved it. Yeah, um, yeah she was Bonnie in Small Wonder. But he goes, um, you know, he, he, at, at least a dozen uh, F-bombs, um, you and, know, and come in, out. And in, in and a lesser actor, it would have fallen flat. But Steve mm. Martin's delivery is so spot on. Yeah. That even if you don't like hearing the F word, you understand it needed to be there. And you and you will laugh. And like you laugh. Yeah, you, you exactly. Laugh. It's like I accepted it thinking, okay, I know it's you know, maybe my kids should some kind some I remember stories of people being sending their kids out of the room when uh-huh. that scene would come on. Or they would mute the the screen because they didn't want their kids yeah, to hear yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But it makes so much sense <laughs> that it had to be there. It's like the the, the midway uh, glue that holds the movie together because mm. he had to get he had to vent yeah he, he had, had to, to let it out, out. He had to let I it mean, out. and he was boy did he yeah he was just gonna have a heart attack if he didn't and, and it's also a signature of John Hughes because in every movie like in all the National Lampoon movies Chevy Chase has that moment that mm. breaking point where he just explodes um, in vacation when the aunt died and they're dragging the aunt on top of the, <laughs> top of the car. The car right. Oh, the grandmother on the, on grandmother. top of the car and he's in the car and he says every F word. <laughs> yeah. So he ends, he ends with, you know, give me a fucking car. That's like, and, and after all of the rant and after he said that with like venom in his mouth, she was like, Okay, she's still willing to help. She's like, okay, let me see your rental agreement. The one, the one he tried to throw. And he's like, I threw it away. Oh, oh. there's the one thing. And the, and and going back to my point, as up to this point, if he's alone, he's not yes. going anywhere, right. and he's always in his way. You know, like yes, the walk was ridiculous, and them not having the car there is ridiculous. But, you know, especially, the, you know, this was in an age where computers aren't going to just bring up your rental, you know, mm-hmm. show your ID and you, you everything's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was even, you know, whenever they showed the credit card, it was going through the like slide machine. Right. Yeah. You know, we're not even at a point where we're, you know, using w- phones to pay for things yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or watches. And um, and so she, you know, hey, uh, let me see your rental agreement. He's like, I threw it away. I threw it away. And what do you mean? Oh, no, you're fucked. Yeah. And and it was so great because all of that coming from Steve Martin, which, you know, at this point was was more or less a clean guy, even his stand up. 
You know, his stand-up right. was, was wild and crazy clean. guy. Yeah, it uh, was it was out of character for him to swear completely, yeah. but which also made it believable. And same with her. You don't expect her to but like to respond that way. Yeah, yeah. And she says, "I don't care for the way you're talking to me." Mm-hmm. You know, because she, you know, we assume and probably that she doesn't like the language in and of itself. Yeah. But you know, for so for her to use it too is. You know, right. And 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 it, that is classic, classic comedy writing. Um, when you go back to uh, Marx Brothers, like a, like a, um, a lot of their back and forth, back and forth mm-hmm. is, is always something, always something, always something. Mm-hmm. And then you have that one little you have a tag, you have a tag right at yeah. the end. And then right. they cut the scene. Right. Uh, and it was that that's what yeah. it reminded me of a lot of the vaudeville. Oh, yes. Like that was very, very vaudeville. So and and here's where we switch to from him saying you don't know who you're messing with because at this point he's defeated. Now that he threw it away, mm-hmm. he had, there's nothing he can do. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I guess he could have gotten another rental car, but they probably weren't going to serve him after the rant. Yeah. You know? right, so, yeah. so he's, <laughs> he's, he's probably escorted out. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's defeated and he's, he has no recourse. So he goes to try to take a taxi. And um, and here's where we go from him saying you don't know who you're messing with to it being in the music. Mm-hmm. And I knew that because as soon as he comes around the taxi stand, it says you don't know who you're messing with, like uh, it, within the music. And you can see it's not him saying it, but it's just funny because it's it's at a moment where like like he has nothing, you know, he has no way to go anywhere he has no, you know no money at this point he's got the music depicts his it, his attitude from and, that point on and since he parted ways with Dell he's got nobody within a thousand miles that even cares about him yeah you know? he, and so no comfort anywhere he comes around the taxi stand and the guy's already the guy running the taxi stand you can tell is already a little brash and uh he's like where are you going pal and uh and they're still in st louis I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, where are you going, pal? He's like, uh, Chicago. Yeah. You know, you're in St. Louis. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, well, why don't you take a plane? <laughs> uh, you know, cause they're, they're at the airport, you know, or uh, yeah. Uh, and he's like, why don't you take a plane? You probably get there faster and you get a meal. He's like, if I wanted a joke, I'd go to the, I'd follow you into the bathroom <laughs> And, and and watch you uh, take a leak. <laughs> so so now Steve Martin's setting himself up to be yeah, hurt. Yeah, oh, now, yeah. Yeah, now, oh, yeah. now oh, he's yeah. just he he's had it, he's not gonna be nice to anybody, you know, and, and now he's he's kinda he's kind of uh, regressing back to, you know, the kind of New York mentality where mm-hmm. uh, this is a person running a taxi stand, just give me what I'm telling you to give me. You know, you're yeah. you're basically uh, here to serve me, you know, so he says, uh, you know, he says that, and, uh, what does he say? So why don't you fucking help me, or why don't you, why don't you do something? Uh, why don't you, I can't remember the exact line Steve Martin gives him, but he, uh, to do, to, uh, respond, he punches him in the face, uh, and he punches him so hard, and he goes straight down to the ground, and almost gets ran over by again, Dell. But almost <laughs> again, he's almost run over by another 
vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because it happened yeah. a couple times up to this point. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The, In New York, he the, almost got run over. He got run over it almost by the the truck. The truck when he slid down when the he hill. Slid down the, the snow bank. Mm-hmm. And now this is the third time he's almost run over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's. And it's also it's also this loud, obnoxious car that you you almost get the sense that this was probably V five, uh, <laughs> probably one way or another. This is V five. One way or another, this was the car that was parked in V five, and somehow or another they gave it to John Candy before, and he probably is the yeah, one that left the skin mark. Yeah, he probably <laughs> peeled out. You know, of course, he uh, did. Of course. feeling all bad because he just got dumped by Steve Martin. Oh, gosh. I um, didn't think of that. That could be. So yeah, he, that would have been funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, he's like uh, he almost runs over Steve, you know. So uh, so Neil, Steve Martin is uh, it's a POV shot looking up and you see yeah. uh, Dell coming into focus. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I almost squashed your head like a melon. And the guy's like, get this. Get your car out of here. And he's like, hey, hey, didn't you see what happened? He's like, I don't care what happened. Get your car out of here. And, and John Gaddy's delivery, you insensitive asshole. Uh, can't you see this man is injured? Well, uh, yeah, I just punched him in the face. That's why he's injured. And uh, he tells him to get, you know, help him I, yeah, I'll move my car, but you help this man up. And, and the look on Steve's face, no, yeah. no, 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 don't ask for that. Because he knows it's not going to be uh, a polite and gentle no, uh, help up. So, uh, yeah, he, he goes ahead and grabs him by the nuts and, <laughs> of course. and, and starts dragging him. And then it's just a cut to uh, uh, Dell and Neil once again together driving away in this loud-as-anything car that looks, you know, uh, the sedan version of the station wagon from Vacation, mm-hmm. you know, is yeah. is kind of what a wood paneling. Yeah, classic seventies uh, wood paneling. Yeah, yeah, green car yeah. with wood paneling, uh, but it is a sedan. Yeah, um, which uh, I don't think started out as a convertible, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, and isn't isn't Steve Martin talking in that high pitched? Yes, helium yeah, voice. Well, we don't oh, we don't see anything. Grab by the nuts. Yeah, we don't see anything. And John Candy said, "Man, I've I've never seen anybody lift uh, lifted up by their testicles. You're real lucky that cop came around, or you'd probably be." Uh, uh, picking your picking your nuts up to tie your shoes. Oh man! And once uh, again, like and, we didn't see the cop, right? So once and, again, our reaction. Yeah, and and yeah, Love he's it. he's like, why don't we just stop talking for a while? <laughs> and uh, yeah, we get a couple lines in that high pitched voice, and so they, you know, okay, all right, and uh, they they go on down the That's road. The joke. Which uh, coming up is probably my favorite scene mm. in this entire movie um because a lot of things a lot of things happen once they get on the road um uh yeah and this, know, is, they, this is where a lot of um the uh the Wachow- not Wachowski ah um uh dumb and dumber uh no. the the two brothers um the heron lloyd when they were when they were road tripping like it was a lot from this movie that they kind of pulled from pulled from I got yeah you. um Fairly Brothers. That's what I think of. You mean like going the wrong way? Yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, they, he does. He does a thing where like they stop, and then he's like, uh, he's kind of like groggy, and he gets on the freeway, and they go like the opposite direction, a couple hundred miles on the wrong way, <laughs> and they have, are out of money and already. Sleeping. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, okay. So, so they, um, so at, at first, uh, yeah, you know, he was the, singing and the, the whole, um, once he says, yeah, I'll be quiet. And, um, and they kind of like cut. And then when they cut back, uh, uh, Neil is driving and Dell is in the passenger seat. Right. And we get a whole scene with him just playing with the seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you get this sound like, <laughs> and he keeps like every time he tries to ease it back a little bit, he goes all the way back <laughs> so that he has to keep trying to find a sweet spot. And he's like, I have a bad back. And, you know, do you have a bad back? Well, I do. Um, and, you know, I g- and there's one moment, too, where. The, sh- the seat, I've never seen a seat go sideways. But there's a moment, <laughs> there's a moment where it goes sideways yeah. and he's leaning, he's leaning, he's leaning on Neil. Uh, which uh, in, in, in this universe, that seat goes yeah, sideways. Exactly. You, you don't question it. Oh, yeah. you really don't. At this no. point, yeah. You yeah, you don't question it. It's like, yeah, that, and, that does happen. And this scene was what convinced uh, Steve Martin, Martin to take the role yeah. when oh, he read the script. So great. He saw the humor. In the seat. Uh, well, yeah. So, seat. so then there's, the, you know, there's another cut, like where they kind of pull out, and you hear a couple more, you know, as they pull out, and then when they come back in, they're again switched, and John well, Candy's driving. And Steve warns him, "Don't break it. Yeah, you're gonna yeah, break, break it. it. Yeah, you're gonna break it. Yeah." And what happens? Yeah, and he's like, "I can't believe you broke this seat," <laughs> and it's all the way laid back. So yeah. he like. He can't sit up, you know, all he can do is lay down, so he's trying to hit it, and then he's like, fine, he doesn't do anything, and then the seat just starts moving (laughs) up, and it moves so far forward that it pushes his face up against the the windshield, so we get another, like, you know, uh, physical... Into the window, and we see his nose being... Aside. Yeah, it, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it, you you get you know uh, fully on the glass. No. Yeah, and uh, classic, classic. And then it, it you know pulls back and he gets into like what seems like okay you know it's a comfortable position. So he decides to get some sleep, and this is where, like I said, I I drove over here listening to uh, the mess around. <laughs> so uh, and it, yeah, it's great like. You know, kind of like Chicago feeling blues too. You know, like mm. that 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 song. And and you, uh, as soon as it comes on, he starts really getting into it. And uh, yeah, using the dash as a piano. And he's like, of course, uh, you know, smoking. So you're, yeah. And uh, going and, and going. pretending to play instruments. Man, yeah, yeah. yeah I did play the sax- saxophone. <laughs> yeah, different instruments at different <laughs> times. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he goes he goes first of all he he tosses his cigarette out the window now he only has the window cracked probably because it's very cold but only cracked a very little, a little bit. bit yeah so it's it's like almost barely enough to get the cigarette out but it, he tosses it out and it doesn't even make the full length of the window before it comes back in and into the back seat which. He almost forget about with the events that like mm. happen in the next couple minutes. So much minutes. is going on. Uh, so like that happens, and immediately like after he's done with the cigarette, he realizes that he's warm. Uh, Dell John Candy realizes he's warm. He's driving, but he wants to take off his jacket. Now anybody <laughs> that knows when you take a jacket off, you always have the passenger pull your arm. You know, pull the sleeve of the arm. Yeah. And you pull your arm back, and that's. That's the way you take off a jacket when you're driving. But he's going to try to take this off you know, by himself. So He's used to doing things on his own. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveling, very, he's always sure, on his own. Sure. Very, very, very good point. 
and you know, he's the guy that would have texted Drove. Why? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And why? Yeah. yeah. Why you wouldn't just pull over, take off your jacket, like put it in the person. back seat. Oh, see the smoking cigarette, put it out, and then be on your merry but way. But I think I've been guilty but, of taking a shirt or a jacket off in a car before. Oh, I, I know I have. Oh, well, yeah. I think uh, we've all maybe yeah, done it. Uh, you, you think, oh, it's just real quick. I can do it really fast. Yeah, real quick. But, but Dale gets caught. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, so he goes with the inside or right hand first. He goes and he gets it kind of off the shoulder, and he's, he's pulling, and he's got to put his arm like back. And as he puts it back, it loops around a part of the seat that uh, that is like a hinge point between the the back and the the back of the seat and the the butt of the seat, I guess. Right there at the hinge point, uh, loops around a part of his jacket that is is kind of a loop, maybe made to like cinch it up or whatever. Uh, but it it catches it in a way that he can't bring his arm forward, you know. Uh, so it it's stuck back there. So, which is fine because he's got his left hand and he'll just drive like that. Yeah. Or will he? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> a he normal decides, person would. And, it, and it's caught in a way that it is, uh, it's cinched around his wrist, making it like impossible for him to pull his hand through the, through the sleeve. Yeah. So, of course, like any normal thinking person, he's like, well, let me just try the other side. And through all this too they keep cutting to the outside of the car to catch it swerving even every yeah. time he does this he's it, swerving, swerving and then has to catch it <laughs> which the first time he does it with his right hand they show it and you're like oh, okay you just grab it with the left hand but as soon as he starts going with the right and you see it swerve you're like oh he has no hands <laughs> how is he going to like it, oh, it, it oh, sets no. that joke up you know and so on the other side he catches it on the the lever that uh, will recline the seat, even though they're electric seats. Hey, it doesn't matter. But there is a there's it was a, in the seventies and early eighties. They were confused. They, they, about give them all the options. Uh, <laughs> but they he, it was he, a transitional period. <laughs> for, for he catches the uh, he he catches it on the other one. So now both of his hands are pinned behind him, and. He's he's driving with his knees and does not slow down. Oh, he's uh, as no, soon in fact, as he's probably going faster. Yeah, as soon yeah. As, as soon as they show that he he catches it with his knees, he's like, oh, okay, I'll go back to trying to like get out of this jacket. Where, so as he's trying, he's like kind of looking at both of his hands, not paying attention to the road, and he accidentally takes an exit, which he doesn't realize he took the exit. Yeah. So the next time he looks up, he's going right towards a dead end and an arrow that's saying you can go left or you can go right, but basically you can't go straight. So like as soon as he sees that, like he like tries to hit the brakes, which makes the car uh, swerve into a spin. spin yeah. And then you hear like you, you're seeing the car spin and you hear the jacket rip. And finally he's able to like stop the car and he has the uh, he has both hands on the wheel and he's sweating profusely. <laughs> They're at a stop, and Steve Martin just gradually wakes up, like, "Oh, what's going on?" You know, like, <laughs> it like, like, just like they stopped, you know, nice and kind. He's, oh, nothing, nothing. Uh, just, uh, you know, just whew, nothing. Uh, he's like, "Okay." Uh, and right before he falls back asleep, he's like, "It's getting pretty warm. You want to take your park off?" 
And oh yeah, yeah, I will. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> so because he didn't realize that he took the exit, he also doesn't realize as he starts to take off. And they, they have also they did probably like four full spins around at least. Yeah. So as he's going on, he doesn't realize that he is entering on the exit, which means he is going the wrong no way. <coughs> the the people that are trying to warn them are like, hey, you're going the wrong way. And so Steve Martin turns to John Candy and says, he says we're going the wrong way. He's like, what? How does he know where we're going? <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. How does he know where we're going? Yeah, thank you. Thank I, I don't know why, but I always thought that was just the funniest thing. Yeah, no, this is a good line. How does he know where we're going? <laughs> and uh, and he's like, you're going the wrong way. But right when when uh, Neil realizes it, he looks up and he's like, Dell, Dell, look at the road. And they're back at these two uh, semis, which they have no time to do anything but shoot for the middle. <laughs> Sparks are flying on both sides. They do a flash of uh, Steve Martin. He's a skeleton. John Candy, he's a skeleton. skeleton. Steve Martin's looking over at John Candy. And John Candy's <laughs> dressed in a total like red devil outfit. <laughs> and the whole thing is like in red. And he's, he's like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, my God. It is the most hysterical visual. And, uh, Which is a throwback to the cab, too, with the skulls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The double yeah. cab. Oh, they they show him Steve Steve Martin's fingers are embedded in the <laughs> dashboard, <laughs> and they show that and, melted into and the you, dashboard. And you see you see uh, hard oh you don't even, you don't even see his uh, his you see uh, John Cannon like release his hands, but but it's not until we go <clears throat> into the car and kind of change angle that we see he has pushed the top of the steering wheel, like folded it <laughs> folded all it the way forward. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was so much tension and there was so, you know, okay, we went through all this. Let's just, let's just sit down for a minute. So they sit down uh, facing traffic. So the car is behind them. And once again, the audience sees it a little before they do mm -hmm. because they start glowing. Uh, you know, their 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 backs are getting brighter, and they're cracking and each other up with how silly, silly the situation all the situations is. is, and they actually start laughing. Yeah, and heavily. and and we and we know because we know the cigarette was starting to burn the leather, um, pleather probably, uh, and and so we kind of already know what is happening, but they first <laughs> first Dell turns around. <laughs> And then just looks forward. <laughs> and then Neil turns around and then looks forward. And then they both stand up, like look at it, Together. and then just start laughing. Yeah. And and Neil much more. Like Dell's laughing a little bit, but Neil is just cracking up because and this goes to my point, like this is the first time that really has gone beyond annoyance and this was literally all Dell's fault. Like going with the flow, it was his cigarette. He wasn't paying attention to the road. Like the what they're in right now is the first time that really you can put it all on Dell. We finally get the payoff from the very first motel that they were at, the Brentwood, no, Braidwood, Braid, Braidwood, in uh, when they switched. Um, you know when they switched cards when yes. when Neil picked up the wrong card. And uh, he was like, you know, oh, have, you know, good luck. You know, you can't rent, return that, you know. You can't, 
you know, good good luck returning that. You know, you'll never get like deposit back. And he's like, "How'd you rent that anyway?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I gave the girl behind the counter some shower curtain rings." He's like, "You can't buy a car. You can't rent a car with shower curtain rings." And so he tells him like, "Okay, I don't know how, but your card ended up in my wallet." And he already thought that he had stolen money from him. Yeah. Uh, at the, at the restaurant when when they got robbed before so like now he really think oh, okay you st- you know you definitely stole my card and he's like no i was gonna pay you back but you give me your address and he's like no you stole it he stole it and now again we see more physical comedy from neil you know a lot of the you expect a lot of the physical comedy to come from the bigger guy but Anytime he gets angry, he's well. You know, Steve it's Martin, the, yeah, it's the wild and crazy right. guy, the flailing and body, y- yeah. And so, and, and he's like, you know, uh, he's like, you stole it. He stole it. Uh, give it back. He's like, well, I can't. He's like, what are you talking about? Now the car is in flames. Yeah, engulfed at this point. in flames. And he's like, uh, well, when we stopped to get gas, I slipped it back into your wallet. Which they both look because at the moment the wallet is in the glove box on fire. And in this universe, that car still drives. Yes. In the real world, there's no way that car will will make it. And the audience is probably thinking that how in the world could that car even still drive? Which sets up later (laughs) with the police. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so they, they, you know, they go in. And basically, the room is forty-seven dollars, and so two dollars in a Casio did not work. As as we get this really human moment from um, from from Dell, from uh, you know, talking about things that he would like to change about himself, to that he wishes he wasn't the kind of person that you know drove people away, and um, you know, as he's kind of getting that something, you you know, we we cut to Neil in the room, and he. I don't know, something just isn't sitting right with him. So he goes to the window and he sees that he's sitting out in the car. And I mean, it's it's currently snowing, you know, and it's uh, he. So he goes to the door. He's like, you're going to you know, you're going uh, to you're going to freeze to death out there. And that's a very beautiful moment that he felt compassion on this oaf of a yeah. guy and all that he's been put through. He still he still succumbs to his kind kindness in his heart to, to reach out to to Dell yeah invite him in well and and once again he's you know you know even if it's a couple hundred miles he's still a little closer to home and that's also because of Dell you know and they do go into a fun brother uh, fraternity moment yes so yeah he he comes in and then we cut and uh, when we when we cut back it's inside the room and it's funny because now there there's two beds. One bed is untouched. <laughs> the bed that Steve Martin is on looks exactly like the bed that John, you know, when John Candy was in the bed by himself, which is like just discarded wrappers kind of surrounding him. And, uh, and they're drinking uh, airport bottles of liquor. Yeah. Like these small the, airport the bottles. Single serving. Yeah. And they're, and they're, uh, they're, um, they're going around the world. They're describing it as like an around the, the world trip. Yes. 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 Yeah. He's like, okay, so you went to, uh, I think, uh, I, oh, you're going, he's like, do you have any tequila? Oh, you're going to go 
Uh, a little trip to Mexico, huh? I, he's like, I think I'm going back to Jamaica. Uh, <laughs> Jamaica go to Jamaica, drink some rum. Irie, Irie. But there's a genuine like moment where they're sharing a good time. Yeah. And there's a brotherly connection starting up. Because at this point, they've been through so much. Yeah. It's well, right. well, yeah, too. It's like, and uh, Neil is finally letting his guard down enough right. to get drunk. And to go with the he, flow. He, you know, he, yeah, I think this is the first time that he's allowing himself to uh, embrace his situation. Look, this is just where you are. Mm. You could pout and you could go to bed and nothing will be better in the morning. Or you can, you know, try mm. to like enjoy this time, try to talk to this one companion that you have, you Who know, you've been through so much. Yeah. Together with. See if you can actually make a connection and you know he loosen up a little bit and you know he does he gets they both uh, appear to get pretty drunk um and so uh you know and then okay i'm gonna i'm gonna leave this what is he saying i'm gonna leave this with saying you're a very interesting person but don't they toast the wives yes yes the, the, mm-hmm. let's toast the because he, he if, says right. if you have nothing else right. nothing else at the world. very very least you have a wife you're gonna grow old with mm. And I, th- I think because, you know, he's drunk, he doesn't really see it then. We see it in the callback at the end, but mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, 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 grow old, grow old with the wife. And he's like, you really love her. And uh, Dell says, it's not a big enough word. Love isn't mm-hmm. a big enough word to describe, you know, how I feel about my wife. And we don't know the whole backstory, and I think that's good that we don't know the whole backstory because yeah. it has her picture. We don't know what happened. Yeah, but I think that's good because we'll fill in the blanks ourselves. ourselves as yeah, which, which is good. Yeah, yeah, I, I I believe so. They give you just enough, you know, um, and so he he goes in and washes his hands, and then uh, zaps the light off, and we cut to <laughs> the morning, and like I said, right when uh, Steve Martin called him in, it had been snowing. Well, apparently it had snowed all night, and so now they're kind of stuck. The car is stuck in this like little bit of a snow drift. So Steve Martin, again, we see some physical comedy, him trying to push it out. It will not push forward. <laughs> Del said, ah, I think we're going to have to rock it. Uh, which, if, if you've ever been stuck in the snow or the mud or the sand, if you go reverse and forward, reverse and forward, usually you pack down whatever you're on and you can get out. So he goes to go in reverse, thinking that it's so hard to go forward, he might need to give it a little bit. He gives it a little bit too much and runs right in the, into the room. Into the plate Lit- glass window. Literally <laughs> backs into the room and just destroys, yeah, the window, probably part of the wall, and <laughs> anything that happened to be on the other side of it. It's going to cost more than $47 yeah. to fix that. <laughs> yeah, I, I do believe they just hauled themselves out of there. At the, you know. They both become these delinquents who, it's like fleeing the scene of the crime. Well, yeah. And, yeah. Run. and they, they have no paper trail because it was just $17 in a watch unless that yeah. watch was engraved with his address. And uh, we see this thing going down the road. And they're and singing Blue Moon of Kentucky. Yes. I think they may yes. still be drunk. I don't even know. Yeah, they, they, they might I be. Mean, well, yeah. what's, what's funny, too, is they're singing and there's no music. They're right. just singing. Right. Um, which which will be funny in a moment because be, no, the fact that there's, back there's, there's the no... Scene. Well, there's no sound. Yes. Y- yes, and... Uh, yes, ah, and. Yeah, yes, and thank you. Um, 
but so they go by one family who just is like in awe that this car is going down the road but it's also you're about to find out that like as it's going by it's going faster than that car right <laughs> so like uh right after they're in awe we see uh, a radar gun and we see it say 78 and then uh highway patrol like uh takes off after them and uh as they hear the siren neil asks dell like how fast are you going he's like nah with this uh with this speedometer it's really hard to tell i don't know <laughs> and so uh so they pull over and we get another great cameo michael mckean michael, michael mckean. mckean state trooper yeah michael mckean uh also great uh uh, character actor, improv actor, sketch, you know, uh, but but you know we get we get a, a great cameo with him as the state trooper, pulls him over and <laughs> I love this exchange too. <laughs> yes. He's like the first thing as he's walking up, the first thing he says is, "Do you really think this is road <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> road safe? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes I do. Yes I do." <laughs> Yeah, she might not be much to look at, but she'll get you where you want to go. <laughs> the the laugh after everything too, and then and then you know he goes he starts uh, listing off all the things that's really wrong with it. Like, hey, you got no side mirrors? Nope, nope, lost those. <laughs> and uh, it, you know, and he's like, do you know how fast you were going? He's like, ah, with this, you know, we had a little fire, put it out, <laughs> put it out just in time. Just a little, you know. Fire. Thank goodness. Very, uh, very. But uh, yeah, it's real hard to tell with any certainty uh just how fast we were going but he says uh but you know the darnest thing you know the the radio works just fine you know uh hey the strangest thing nothing else uh really works you know everything's kind of done but uh man clear as a bell you know and he's like so uh the state trooper's like okay so you have no side mirrors you have no working gauges nope not a one uh <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, you, you know, I'm, I got to take you in. And uh, he tries to plead with them a little bit, and it's just, nope, not going to not gonna happen. We cut to the car being impounded, and uh, and we see Steve Martin is now. And, and this is a great thing, too, because, um, and sorry to go all the way back to the beginning, but we see uh, – uh, Neil's character having less and less and less stuff to carry. Uh, yeah. In the very beginning, he has this briefcase and an, uh, like a, a half suit bag. That was the other thing is like a lot of suit bags, they're like the size of oh, a I'll, suit. I don't think it's a suit bag. I, I think it was uh, for his uh, pictures. I, I think it was a, a case for his paintings. Oh, okay. Or, or pictures. Uh, artwork. artwork. Art, it was, okay. was an artwork, uh, art portfolio bag. Okay, I can see that. Okay. Um, because it just always always flimsy. But mm -hmm. the very first scene when he starts uh, to run over the cab, almost gets run over. The uh, a truck runs over his briefcase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when he slides down the embankment, he loses uh, one of the uh, either one, the one of his carry on either that bag or the attaché case. Well, and then in the fire. He loses the rest. Oh, so, true. so he's, now, he's losing all yeah, he, now, yeah. now, whenever we see him, he has nothing to carry. <laughs> you know, Me meanwhile, that trunk stays from the second point. scene, the second scene, yeah. and they're carrying it into the house at the end. Like, you know, that that trunk stays the whole time. But like, <laughs> the behemoth trunk. but w which is kind of like uh, a, a good kind of um, 
maybe allegory, uh, but for, you know, the journey that Steve Martin is on in that, like, you know, this whole trip is kind of trying to get you to let go of, you know, of yeah. the work that's keeping you, you know, from your family. If you, if, if mm -hmm. family's what you're trying to get back to, mm -hmm. you need to lose some, some of this of stuff. stuff. You shouldn't have been at that meeting. Yeah. 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 A meeting where a guy just sits and looks yeah. at these, you know, and, and yeah, because in the end, you know, nothing, you can't do anything until you get the results. So let the guy figure it out and, and do it in time. There's no, yeah, there's no reason to be there. You know, we cut to the truck pulling into Chicago and we cut once again to a, uh, an L train perfect depiction of chicago mm -hmm. you got the you know you got the l train they're sitting there waiting and uh they say their goodbyes and this time you know neil you know really means it he's like you know have a good holiday he's he's finally accepted that like i was supposed to meet this person i you know i had a good time not everything was his fault uh he definitely he helped me out he even says he's like it was an adventure you know, um, I, I don't know if he says, uh, you know, any anything to diminish it, but he, he definitely says, like, I'm wiser. Mm. He's like, I, 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 you know, I'm wiser. This I, character went through a change. Yes. A metamorphosis. Most, uh, the hero's journey, as it were. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, and he, he acknowledges it and, and, you know, he he says he's grateful for them meeting. And he goes on his way. He did learn his... Uh, as he's driving away, he starts flashing back to the moments. Well, he starts flashing back to his family. Yeah. And he, you know, sees the wife, sees each one of his kids. You know, uh, of course, the, the wife's pulling out the cherry pie. The uh, music sees, is really nice in this moment. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It's it, swelling up. Yeah. yeah it, the, it really gets you. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the music lets the audience know how to feel. Right. Yeah. It, it instructs your it, feelings. Feelings, yeah. yeah. And yeah, he goes he goes from his family and then flashes to waking up, uh, you know, cuddling with Dell and then mm -hmm. and know, laughing about it. Yeah, yeah. you know, reminiscing yeah, and laughing about, about it, thinking about the car on fire and like mm -hmm. laughing at you know that, and then he starts thinking about you know uh, the conversations that they had and starts piecing together the night they were drinking. Uh, when he mentioned his wife, mm -hmm. now he sees the look on his face. Mm -hmm. Then he goes back to the conversation in the diner, how he said, like, I haven't been home in years. And he's putting all this stuff together that, like, oh, man, he he's, he doesn't have anybody on Thanksgiving. He's alone. Yeah. And so we just see we see a train going the other direction. And then we see uh, we see Steve Martin, Neil, come off a uh, uh, I guess not a subway, a train. And, um, you know, kind of looking around, looking around. He goes into the main, like, ticket office waiting, you know, station. Mm -hmm. And there's Dell just sitting there. Just, you With know. no place to go. No place to go. Not even, you know, not a soul in the world to talk to. Just, just by you know, just like alone. that. Like, he doesn't look. I mean, he definitely doesn't look happy. He doesn't look necessarily sad, but he, he kind of knows his situation place, or his place you know? in life is this. Yeah. yeah. And he's just, this he's is what content. it is. And he'll sit here for a little bit and then probably go have some dinner, you know, and then try to figure out the rest the, the of the next it, move. You know? Yeah. 
Um, but he also has zero money at this point either to, you know. But the fact that um, Neil Page, Steve Martin's character, goes back is a huge departure from everything else in the movie where he's trying to get away. Yeah. Trying to get away. Trying to get away. Just want to be alone. I, I, I got to shake this guy. This guy's, you know, he's a, he's a lost cause. I can't deal with him. And to go back, because he had a choice. He could have stayed on the train and yeah. gone home. Mm. He makes the decision to go back and get... Yeah, yeah, which yeah. which is a um an a demon a demon quality, like something that the audience can connect to. Yeah, because he could have just been a jerk the whole entire movie, and the audience probably would just hated him. But you know that is a, a redeeming quality right. that, that a lot of people, a lot of characters really need. Well, that moment really, you know, when I first watched the movie you know, years ago, it it was unexpected. Mm. It, it got it gave me all the right feels, as they say nowadays. Yeah. Mm. But I got a little teary eyed. I really got oh, a yeah. little emotional because I thought. Wow, I wasn't I wasn't prepared at all that this transition would go here. Yeah. To to this uh, this humanity, I was not really ready for that. And that's what's brilliant about the movie is it takes you there. Yeah. And you, yeah. And like the music I was talking about earlier, it's the only time we hear beautiful music. We, yeah. Well, we've heard nothing but quirky, funky music up yeah. to this point. Or and, grating. Yeah. Or grating yeah. or weird sound effects. Now it's playing with our emotions in a good way. Yeah, because it's right. It's wanting to show that the compassionate side of Neil Page. Right. He does have a, a, a beautiful family. He has a beautiful wife. He has a beautiful home, and he has a pretty nice life. And you know what? This guy doesn't. Yeah. So let's I have no share some of it with yeah. him. And that's just to me the golden bow on the package at the end of the movie. Well, the yeah, thing. too, and 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 um. And so yeah, he does end up in. But th- this is where we find out that his wife has been like died eight years ago. Yeah. So in which which is an interesting point because because like eight years, so he has learned to live with it. Right. Yeah. You know right. he's not in the sadness necessarily. Like he went through all the stages of grief. Right. You know so, but it's also not something he's ready to talk about. You know, I, I, with all that time. You know, there there would have been times to talk about it. the night that they were drinking. Yeah, would have been a good night yeah. to talk about it. But whatever has happened, he's not ready to open up about it. You know, because he loved her so much. You know, for for whatever reason. But yeah. we get that like also at at any of the times that he was that it got low between you know for them on this journey, he could have pulled that out. And gotten like, yeah. sympathy. Yeah, he could have. He could have used that card. Could have used that card. Yeah. yeah. You know, but but he chose not to, and you know we we learned so much in that moment, you know that, you know e- even more than what we've been shown, you know hey I, I actually don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Like if if you want to be all honest or whatever, but you know we have this moment and he's like you know you're you know he said my wife died like eight years ago then they cut to a great like a great scene setting where they're yeah. just walking down the street holding the trunk between Tandem. them yeah you know and 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 they're both you know have joy they're both happy and uh right away you know dale's making empty promises that he's just gonna say hello and leave you yeah, know yeah yeah you're gonna be there for a week at least <laughs> um, the wife is the last to come down. Hello, Mrs. Page. She's like, hello, Mr. Griffin. But I think too, in that moment, 
she knows from listening to their you know, story the different stages of him coming home yeah how like also i doubt he's ever brought anybody home yeah so she's heard his name already once and now he's coming into their house oh this yeah, yeah. something happened you know and and uh you know her husband has changed and the very last shot we have before the credits not including the cut scene after the credits but uh the very last thing we see is del griffith's face contented like happy for where he is and mm-hmm. the last you know? song that i think we hear is every time you go away yeah, by, but uh, uh, it's a cover, though, right? Paul it, Young. I think it's a cover. Yeah. But the words, yeah, it's a woman singing. Yeah, it's a woman singing, yeah. But it's like every th- the words, if you think about it, every time you go away on your business trips, you take a piece of me away yeah. with mm. you. So it's like it fits what the wife might be feeling yeah. right. when, when he leaves yeah. to go work in New York or whatever. So it just well, you and see a little bit of what she's thinking. And as we get, like to, th- as we get to this final scene, you know, the other thing I want to say is it's almost – a uh, it's almost a Christmas Carol scenario mm-hmm. where you see like you know because there's a couple times when he alludes to it like uh, I think he says my motto is like your work love your wife you yeah know? and I I I probably believe if you were to go back to you know when his wife was alive there was a prequel as they call him uh, you know he probably struggled with you know, being a great salesman, because we saw that he is great at sales. But maybe you know? he was on the road too much. But yes, yeah. and, and maybe because because sales was maybe his first love, you know, you know, he was into sales before he met his wife. And like, you know, maybe she was sick, you know, and there was a it was a time that he could have been home mm-hmm. to like help her to help out. Help her, but, but yeah, so he's probably guilty yeah, and, and probably doesn't want to go home because it brings back bad memories. Right, and, and so that like, you know, that's why Neil needed to meet this person because it was almost like, you know, uh, a future that he could avoid. Mm. You know, you have time to fix this now. Don't don't live with regrets, you know, later on. Well, I thought also was so touching that when he's brought into the page home that, you know, she comes down the stairs <clears throat> and, and, and warmly receives him. Right. Doesn't just say, who, like, you know, who's this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, like, yeah. you brought this guy home? But she genuinely shows him respect, which is something he probably doesn't get a lot mm. in life. Yeah. Yeah, and I... I, I something he needed. I firmly believe, too, he's going to get along great with the parents. And the kids. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Here comes like, Uncle Buck. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, uh, honestly, I think, yeah, he definitely is... Uh, Macaulay cooking. He's like yeah. a fixture in in that home now, or that's how yeah. I like to uh, see it like anyway. Uncle, Uncle Del. Yeah. Now, um, uh, just as we as we close out here, now you still do work up at Riley Farm, yes, correct? I do, yeah. So yes, if you if you want to see today's guest, uh, uh, they they do performances. Uh, you do mysteries during the falls, don't you? Uh, uh, during like the Halloween, don't you? Don't you? Oh, do we do mis- Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. Uh, at, at Riley's Farm, which is uh, based on the uh, you know the classic work uh, of Irving, uh, the book um, from uh, early American. The literature, yes. which is yeah. uh, I, uh, Washington Irving. Washington nice. Irving. I uh, I just saw his his home. Oh, really? Uh, cool. uh, when we went back to New York last year. Mm, nice. Um, but anyway, uh, and but I I thought you did Sherlock Holmes. We do that in the in the spring. In the spring, yeah, we'll be doing Holmes. another okay. Sherlock type show in the spring. Oh, and then there's nice. also reenactments as well, right? Uh, we're, we're living history tours during the 
day and uh, a lot of times for school children or groups, uh, church groups or school groups or campfire girls or Boy Scouts, we do for anybody, uh, private schools, uh, anybody that wants to sign up for a tour. And we will take you through either the California Gold Rush of the 1850s, we'll go to Civil War with you, we'll take you to the Revolutionary War days. I did not know you did this. That is oh, so yeah. awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm a I'm a history geek. Oh yeah, well we geek out on history all the time. Over nice. There. Yeah, so I was unaware of this. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I definitely got to check it out. Man of many hats, literally. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so they were out history. So there you go. If uh, if you're thirsty for more from our guest, uh, yeah. make your way up to Riley Farm. That's in Oakland. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any handles? Any ads? Any uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Do you? Well, have you can find me on Facebook, and uh, also my art page, Riata Artworks. You can find me there too. Riata. What is it? Riata Artworks. Spell it. R A Y A D A. Okay. Artwork. Artworks. Artworks. Riata Artworks. You there. can find me on my Facebook page there too. Nice. nice. There you go. Search him out, people. Yeah. And uh, well, thanks for having me, you guys. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing yeah. it. I love this movie, and I love that you. And it's uh, a great, great came time. To talk about well, it. it's a perfect time of year to watch it. Definitely. Get you into that Thanksgiving spirit, yeah. and and then in the holiday mood, and kind of put things in perspective, you know. Um, yeah. On what to mm. be thankful what's for. Yes. And what's more important. Right. Right. Family. 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 And uh, and and meeting new friends. Yes. We're in the most unlikely places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be, be open. Be open, be, be people. Open. Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, you got to roll with it, but you also have to have some responsibility uh, within that. So mm-hmm. please walk that fine line. Right. And uh, again, if you like all this, please rate and review. Today's uh, show was brought to you by CNC Productions. And, and Cascarda Productions. And uh, thank you. Until next time.